GameZillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Catface, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, Jazzy Fiddle and producer, Deadite Knight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two hundy, baby. That's like, this is my first episode. I thought it was a good time to start. <laughs> we have as many, we have as many episodes as I have dollars in my bank account now. Oh, you have way more money than <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Welcome, Ooh. welcome to episode 200 of the GameZilla podcast. <sighs> 200. 200 of these. Actually, can you give us a, a welcome like Dracula? Welcome. I wanted more of a V, like a welcome. But well, now, but welcome. I, I appreciate the on-the-fly uh, <laughs> on, on try. I give, I give you credit, you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Two hundred <laughs> episodes. We clearly need to find better things to do with our time. But here we are. I have an interesting piece of news that I actually did the math today. So not only is this the two hundredth episode of the Gamezilla podcast, but I went back and did the math between this. And the Alpha show that I'm on, and then some of the other shows that we've done. What's kind the of name of that Alpha show that you're on? Gamezilla Alpha. <laughs> <Neat>. <laughs> that Alpha show, um, and a couple other podcasts that we did on the side, and then released to people. This is actually my 200th podcast as well. Wow! wow. So uh, how about that? Golf clap. Okay. All right. I'm pretty impressed by that. When I saw those numbers line up, I was like, holy crap, that's, that's pretty cool. kind of unique. It's pretty cool. Well, uh, we want to thank uh, Non-Player Characters. This episode is brought to you by Go Comedy and Non-Player Characters, a uh, show that is going on right now at Go Comedy in Ferndale, Michigan. If you enjoy video games, if you enjoy comedy, then you need to go see this show. Uh, we have, what, uh, I think two, epi- two episodes or two showtimes left? Yes. Yeah, the next two Thursdays, you're going to be able to go enjoy this show. Please do. Please tell them GameZilla sent you. Have a good time. And uh, we've seen it. We loved it. And if you want to know more about it, then you need to go to GameZilla Alpha and listen to the interview we had with the director and writer of non-player characters. So uh, this everything that GameZilla Media does is brought to you by Jazzy Fiddle. Why don't you tell us? <laughs> Patreon. That's right. You can influence this podcast and get other great perks like early access, game of the month, behind the scenes, and much more by supporting us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia for details. And since this is episode 200, we have done something a little special for everyone here. We have reached out and we have asked our community for your favorite moments of the GameZilla podcast, and you have delivered. So throughout the show, you will get clips from our fans in the community, like the brutish ones, right here. Ooh. Let me 
Big Chad. Okay. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's Dwight Kirkpatrick, a.k.a. The Brutish One. And I've been listening to the guys over at GameZilla Media for a little over two years now, back when they were called Bit by 8-Bit, or BX8B for short. And uh, my favorite bit, pun intended, was probably when Mike TV somehow confused myself and Cable 2KX up to the point when it became a running joke for a little over two weeks. And even to this day, I still laugh thinking about this because I could have spun that in all kinds of ways. Uh, I could have been the ultimate troll, but then that that wouldn't have been nice. But long story short, I want to tell the guys over here at GameZilla Media that they're doing a great job. Keep up the good work with the product. I couldn't recommend this podcast enough for its cultural significance and cultural <laughs> impact. So, uh, like I said, keep up the good work, guys. Man, <laughs> the Dwight Gate is his favorite episode. Yeah, that was well, <laughs> big, big time. The Snake Pit, the most controversial piece of content that ever hit Gamezilla Media. Um, controversial in, in multiple ways. I will say that I, I'll never forget that video the first time I watched it, and I was like, "That's not cable." But then I never, I didn't say, I didn't say anything. I like, I hundred percent knew that wasn't cable, but I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe," because I mean, my. TV wasn't local, right? So, like, he didn't know better. So, I'm like, maybe he like went back like two years and put in the photos and just grabbed one where he had a beard. But I didn't even know Chris could grow a beard like that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's because it wasn't Chris. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, when I got the like pre clip to that video, I watched it like as I was about to go to bed and I, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I didn't oh, even man. notice. <laughs> Oh, uh, not, not, not our hundred bits uh, yeah. on Twitch. Thank you, thank you for the bits, man. Um, that was awesome. So yeah, so we have that. That's something that you're going to look forward to throughout this episode. We'll have some more of those uh, popping up here and there. But uh, the brutish one, thank you so much for sending that in. Thanks for supporting us and and always, uh, you know, uh, being part of the community. Really, yeah. really appreciate it. So, other than that, the Gamezilla Media Store is live. Head on over to GameZillaMedia.com backslash shop and get your GameZilla Media swag ordered today. This hat is on the site. You need to order it because it's the coolest hat ever. We fixed. You can't see it's green because we got a green screen, but the, the prototypes had a green bill. <laughs> we fixed that. Yeah. The red bills. It looks really good. <laughs> and, they're, and they're flex fit and, uh, hats now. They're sweet. And I, you know, I'd like to at least Upgrade. make it known that if you are very new to GameZilla, we have a different stance on these hats than we do all other hats. You don't have to be a hardcore elitist fan of this podcast to buy one of these hats. Yeah. Uh, it's not like Zelda, where if you just wear a Zelda hat, then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so buy the hat. Buy the damn hat. Thank you to everybody that's already put I got in. a house to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Please oh boy. buy our stuff. Uh, thanks to everyone that already placed their pre-orders. Just a reminder, it is uh, like midnight tonight. We're going to we're gonna cut off the orders tonight. So if you haven't placed your order and you want to be in wave one, where, where we actually get the first wave of all this stuff, then please place your order tonight. Uh, or early tomorrow, I probably would. I'll probably be able to get it to to work out. But um, yeah, thank, thanks to everybody that's already hit the store. We had people on the store before I announced the store was live. It was like they were like, like had <laughs> they had crawlers going through our website, like waiting for waiting for the shop link to go live so they could get in there. I was pretty impressed. When uh, when does the Gamezilla Summertime Mankini get added? Let's see. That is uh, it's in the works. Yeah. Okay. 
I think timing wise, because it's still cold out, is that I just we're gonna we're gonna bring it out. Yeah, we're gonna bring it out early, a little earlier, but but we need a little more time to make sure the design is just perfect. It's never too early for your neighbors to get a glimpse of me rocking a Gamezilla mankini running through your sprinklers. That's, I mean, that's true. It's yeah. never too early. Yeah, <laughs> it'll help Always your property. Too early. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys think because we're talking about um, you know the shop and we're talking about some some new stuff, should we talk about something else that's new that that uh, is going to be making its way? Probably to the shop at some point. Man, um, or should I save it for now? Like I, I, nothing new's coming. There's there's nothing new. Okay, so just save yeah, it. Just scratch just, that okay. whole idea. I'll just delete these off my buttons then. Okay, there we go. It's nothing to do with this at all. Nothing to do. Nothing to do with uh, with our social media tease. But we'll just wait. We'll just, we'll just uh, maybe that's how we should kick drag off the news. Along. Maybe that's how we should drag kick off the along. news. That's fine. That's a good idea. I, yeah. I like that. Make um, you Anything, anything else we want to talk about before we get into uh, our our moments of the week? I think it's time to get. I think it's time to talk about some video games. What we've currently been playing, but we need some Nothing. special music yeah. for that, did I? Please tell me you did what I told you and took the normal team talk music and then like put it on speed. Ooh, can I do that here on the soundboard? No, um, just play it. Just play <laughs> it. I can I can repitch it. Team talk. Deadite hasn't heard my 22 impression of Deadite yet. <laughs> Can I? Okay, this is an old... For people that are just getting on 200, this is an old bit. I do a kick-ass sound effect of a 22 year old. The best part is I think my my rendition of yeah. of, of his is better. Yeah. Let's hear it. No, I'm not, you gotta listen to Alpha. Last episode of Alpha. Well, that's gonna be the hottest thing that's ever happened on Games of Alpha, I so know. I have to listen. Yeah. I didn't realize that you guys sat around made fun of me on recording nights for Games of Love. No, we didn't. Just 22 got brought up again, so I made the sound, and I was like, man, I think that was better than me. No, <laughs> come on! I am, a, I am a, a sound effects master with my face. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we've okay. changed it up a bit. We want to talk about that one thing that really was awesome throughout last week in gaming for us. So, Jazzy Fiddle, what was your moment in gaming? Okay. I didn't do any gaming this week. Why? Because I went on a quest. I reached out to the community and asked for your help, and no one reached out to help me except for Steven. So thanks for that, guys. Now I had to take Steven along on this journey. My man. But we traveled far and wide. Dug into far and wide, far and wide, because <laughs> they don't know why. Because yeah, <laughs> there it is. I don't know why. We always get we one. Always get one word. We God always damn. get one, and there it is. Someone's about to join the Discord in <laughs> far and wide. <laughs> yep, far and wide. There yep. it is already being being mocked. Yep. Oh God. Uh, dug into the deepest tombs. Stephen annoyed the shit out of me the whole time, but we did find it. And somebody in this studio that is helping us out today is going to appreciate the journey that I went on because it took all week. Didn't get the game. I'm sorry, but we I just got it. 100 bits for far and wide. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to interrupt your uh, your moment yeah. here, but we're well, having. We're about to have. I think this is your moment. I think I'm yep. really excited about this moment. And. We found it! Yeah! yeah! Oh God! Look at the bri- Look at the bill on that oh, thing. Oh, it's dirty as fuck. <laughs> you don't want to know what kind it of feces lives. this thing went through. It but lives. I found it. 
thanks to the help of Steven. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, no, not the oh. hat. Look at, look at the chat right now. Just going <laughs> off. Burn it. Burn it. Wow. Uh, far and why not is more far like it. Wow. and why. Because <laughs> why? Sasha, 100 bits for the Zelda for hat. For the Zelda uh, hat. I found it. This is glorious. This this needs to be put <sighs> in like a glass case and permanently uh, made a fixture of the studio. I, I agree. Th that hat. I don't think that hat's allowed to leave here. That hat is cancel history. I think what we're going to do, everyone needs to stay tuned throughout the summer because we always announce Nerd Barbecue and we get everybody out and have a great time. I think we're going to have everyone in the community sign this hat and then it'll get hung up in the studio. Here. There we go. Yeah. It's a rafter. It's an MVP. So, again, to catch everyone up, if you, it, we've alluded to it already. Jazzy, not a Legend of Zelda fan. And he rocked the Zelda hat super hard for a while. And then we found out he never hardly played Zelda games. And the whole community... Uh, Attacked Jazzy and defecated him. Apart. Let's be real. Defecated all over him, and, and then Jazzy's like, "I gotta retire the hat." So uh, it's great to see the hat back. It's become it's become a symbol of endurance, a, a symbol yeah. of perseverance. Jazzy, that's right. It just goes to show. You guys can't hold me down here <laughs> as long as I have my hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jedi. Well, what's your what's your gaming moment of the week? So, uh, you know. The new Kirby Star Allies came out, and my wife is very, very, very into Kirby games. So her birthday is coming up here. So I picked it up as an early birthday gift for her. And Friday night we posted up, and uh, we started playing. You know, it's a uh, it's co-op like the last couple uh, mainline Kirby games have been. And uh, you know, you get to travel around with your pals. But this time Kirby can like possess his enemies with hearts, and they join his party, and you can have a party of four just putting in work. Well, you know, if L is always playing as Kirby, I always have to play as one of the side characters. So in Return to Dreamland on the Wii, I got really into playing as Waddle D, the little guy with the bandana and the spear. And oh, yeah. Money. And Waddle D has a move where you can charge up his spear and he helicopters it and he flies around holding his spear. This was a very sincere moment of excitement uh, over a mechanic that, that happens with Waddle D. So, you know, he does the cool, like, helicopter thing. And also with your, with your other characters in your party, you can have them amplify your attacks with their power. So if you're, like, a guy with a sword, if you have a fire guy in your party, you can catch your sword on fire, then you have a flaming sword. With Waddle D, I found out you can get a flaming spear. And I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going around like stabbing people with flame, <laughs> throwing flaming spears. I'm like super into it. And then I go to the helicopter, and then this is when I lose my mind. Waddle like just flying through the air, and huge fireballs start raining down from his spear. And I am almost 30 years old playing a game that's designed to be enjoyed by seven-year-olds. I'm like, yes, the fire, yes, Waddle Dee. Like I am losing my mind on how awesome it is just throwing fire around the screen from spears in a Kirby video game. It was it was very sincere excitement. I'm enjoying that game a lot. That, that it has been a lot of fun, and yeah, the the mechanics of that have uh, it makes you every time I get someone new, I start to think about all the different ways that you can chain it together. But yeah, I didn't know. Um, did, I, I've had I've seen Waddle Dee, and I've I've had him on my team, but I've never. Uh, Seeing that move, so oh, yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing. So there you go. Yeah, and you can do it. You can create a thunderstorm if you get lightning power on your spear, and like you know, there's cool things you can do. Yeah. But I, like, and it was one of those things that like it's a small mechanic. 
it's a much smaller scale than all the things that happen when you start playing Breath of the Wild. All these cool things you find out you can do. Right. Uh, you know, and obviously Kirby's not a hardcore game, but like all of a sudden it's like, oh man, that's super cool that I can do that. I can throw fireballs from my spirit. I just, you know, from someone who's literally played Kirby games since the first one, that was the first game I got with my Game Boy when I was six for my birthday. I've been a lifelong Kirby fan, so to see these new mechanics still being really fun as an adult was super cool. It made for a nice highlight of my gaming week. Cool. Um, so real quick, what do you think of Kirby? Like, uh, on a give it a give it a score here. So we've only played the first world, and um, Kirby games to me, you know, I really like Kirby's Adventure on the NES. Like that's the highlight to me. I know there's a lot of people who prefer Dreamland Three or All Stars. Um, my problem with this game is having four people working on one team on the screen makes it really chaotic to follow what's going on. And also, you know, it's a stupid complaint to have as an adult that's playing Kirby. It's really easy. I was never even close to dying, not one time. Um, but even in Kirby's, oh, when Al and I would play two-player Kirby's Return to Dreamland, uh, we'd die occasionally. It was pretty pretty unlikely. But so far, I mean, it was the first world. It's the easiest world. But, uh, you know, it's a little chaotic having four people working together just destroying the boss with your powers and stuff. Yeah, I um I agree that it felt easy. Um, it's a children's game though. Yeah, like, but we're confused about that. I think it'll get. I think the difficulty will ramp up though because yeah. it's still platformer and and it's still. But the um the thing I got a kick out of since you beat the, finished the first world was when you finish uh, King DDD. Yeah, and the yeah. credits roll. Yeah, and I'm like, huh. And they're rolling really fast. I told Al that was, I was like, that's, that's the end of the game. That's all you get for 60 bucks. She's like, what? Yeah. And then the credits end, and then they just like rewind, and that's when like it flashes back, and they're like, oh, we're just used to this guy being the last boss, but it's not, and, they, and you go on to the next world. It was just a nice little, like, just, I loved it. It was just a nice little joke in, in the beginning of the game. So uh, I just hit World 2 as well. And it's a lot of fun, but I do agree where I'm like, with four, with even three AI, it's just like, I never feel like maybe I guess a couple of the AI's life bars might get a little low, but I never am in danger of of even losing a life. And you have the opportunity to play it like classic Kirby, but you miss out on being able to hit some of the secrets. Yeah, you, you miss out on some of the collectibles by not having a full party. Yeah, but you still could play it, you know, straight up old school one Kirby at a time. Yeah, and I do know that the um, when you tr uh, traverse through the game, once you finish it, there is a hard mode. So yeah. like there is going to be a more difficult uh, mode, which I believe. You have to work through in order if you want to finish some of these puzzle mm -hmm. um, collections. It did really make me want to just play, like, because I have the Kirby Dream Collection on Wii. You know, I, I have a bunch of Kirby games, and it really did make me go, man, I would not mind going back and playing some of those old school ones that I really like. Yeah. Adventure is maybe top 10 video games of all time for me. I, like, that's like a childhood memory, Kirby's Adventure. I Speaking really of like childhood, my, uh, my moment of the week is something that's special to my heart, and I got to revisit it for the first time in quite a while. And I uh, I picked up Kirby. I've enjoyed Kirby, but I also picked up a game that same day for the PS4 called Burnout Paradise. And I put this disc into my system, I start loading it up, and I forget. I had totally forgotten the soundtrack yeah. of this game. I'm sitting I sat just on the on the main screen listening to the music for, I don't know, I, was, I streamed it my first day that I had it. Just was like, hey, I'm getting back into it. Come hang out with me. And 
I think I just sat on the home screen for like 15 minutes, like just like, man, this track's great. And that's when then I got in the game. I'm like, oh, that's right. The the soundtrack plays throughout the whole entire game because I haven't played a Burnout in so long, uh, short of the short period that we played at your house. This game is so awesome for 40 bucks, 32 on Gamers Club. I I can't I can't can't tell people enough if you've never been able to enjoy a burnout game if you've never played one or you, or you just ignored them or you're too you're too young to even understand what a burnout game is you need to play burnout paradise it is awesome i don't i don't have a problem saying this and i want to see if you back me up on this it's the pinnacle of arcade racing it is it's yeah 100 percent. and with arcade racing there's just so much that you're you know so much that you're the genre is so weak right now that you had back in the day. You had uh, Need for Speed at its peak. You had Project Gotham Racing. You had a, you did have some arcade racers, cra- even down to like Crazy Taxi and and Cruising USA and stuff like that. But man, was Burnout good! And Burnout Paradise is like that pinnacle of Burnout. Like I loved Burnout two and three, but Burnout Paradise is a masterpiece. It is so good. I was flying around as Ecto one Ghostbuster car and i'm like wait wait because i never played paradise the last one i played was revenge which was the fourth one yeah you get to play as the ecto one so it was dlc back in the day but when you buy this game you get all the dlc on episode 200 can go screw itself (laughs) i need to go play this game now i was really close to buying it but i was already buying kirby for l and uh already buying a house i i bought a house this week so so 40 dollar game no way it's gonna happen you know i I, again i gotta i gotta mentally cope with how much money i've spent i i got i got a lot of stuff to buy including i'd like to buy myself a new tv so i have to Take it easy on some of the games for a little bit. So. But uh, well, you can play some Burnout in my house. But anyway, yeah, we were supposed to play it today. Yeah. Now I'm mad that we didn't. So I got to play it. It took a little while to dust the rust off and realize how big this game is. Like I, I've forgotten how every intersection is like a mission. Every like the 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 entire map is is quite large for for a 360 game. And overall, I just I was. I was blown away with this remaster. It looks great. The soundtrack's phenomenal, uh, and and I'm going to be putting a lot of time into this game. But uh, you know, I actually need to. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I really need to go do something. I can't tell you what, but I'll be I'll be right back. Oh. I'll be I'll be right back. All right, Jazzy. Hey, uh, you think now would be another time to play one of our yeah. one of Cue. our fan clips? All right, cue that fan clip. Let's All go right. with um. Uh, BMC. All right. He's long-winded. Hey, guys. This is Caleb, better known as BMC. Been a long-time listener of the Gamesville Media Podcast since day one, when Grim and Chop started with a snowball mic and a spare conference room. Now, four years later, to see where you're at is just amazing. Having now four podcasts, having the studio, audio-video quality improvements, adding new talent. I'm just so proud of you guys. Uh, some of the events that stick out to me are Nerd Barbecue every year, getting together in the summer, having a great time together with a bunch of other nerds. Uh, going to the Glitches video game tournaments is amazing. And going to Pack South with you guys, those are some memories that really stick out to me. My favorite thing about Gamesville Media, though, is the community that you guys have built with Discord and being able to chat with people every day and all the friends that I've made. Uh, so many new people that I've got to meet. I don't want to call anybody out by name because there's just so many people. But uh, people I talk to and game with, uh, I'm really excited to see where you guys are going in the future, and I just love the podcast so much. 
Well, uh, oh. BMC, it was real cool of you. Hopefully you pulled your semi-truck over <laughs> while you're recording that one because it, uh, <laughs> it, it definitely didn't sound like it at all. Yeah. Did you get your shit done, Grim? Yeah, yeah I totally, totally, totally took care of everything. Oh, oh, God! This is not... <laughs> I've made it here. You guys thought I wouldn't come. <laughs> it's cat face. Oh God! It's the real cat face. <laughs> I I did not expect uh, cat face. I thought I didn't think you were real. I oh, thought I'm real. I thought Grim was just. I'm here now. I thought Grim. Uh, you know, I'm really concerned because uh, I expected Ca Inspector Gadget to stop you. I did not know. <laughs> there is no Inspector Gadget now. I uh, I didn't realize. It's like him. a litter of cat faces. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh, so cat All face. The way from the east side. So cat face, thank you for joining us for y your podcast as the rightful host. Uh, you know, Grim had to. Uh, you know, in in like Who's a blank. Grim? <laughs> in a black in a Black Panther esque ceremony, uh, had to have the powers of the Gamezilla Media host stripped from him, and I believe you murdered him. Catface, it's it's good to have you. Catface, what uh what was your highlight uh this week in gaming? Man, inviting Jazzy and Grim to play Destiny. Cat and then they didn't show up. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> That's really sad, Catface. Um, Catface, you truly are a vile villain if you're invite trying to lure your friends into playing Destiny too. I, I try to play the worst games possible. Well, then you and I, you and I are cut from a similar cloth. Then, if you try to play the worst games possible, I like Jaws Unleashed. My man, <laughs> yes, this podcast episode two hundred is a landmark. Now, now, what is happening? this this is some new world order stuff. Now that Catface and Dead are taking over, Jazzy, you're screwed. Oh, I'm, will, yeah, cancel. no, the power of the Zelda hat does not. Compared to this mask is really hot, guys. <laughs> yeah, and it looks good. It's it's worth it because it looks good. Cancel all the League of Legends talk because we won't be talking about that trash game anymore. Um, so I, I have to ask you, Catface, have you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon 3DS? You can get a copy on eBay for about three dollars. Played it on Windows 95. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man, Windows 95. Um, you know, I had a I had a, a demo version of Doom that I would play. And it just was two levels looped over and over again. Do you ever play that version of Doom, Catface? No. Okay. <laughs> Chex Quest. You had to have played Chex Quest though back in the day. Yes. All right, Catface. You you and I are still. My, my eyes are so steamy right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it's hot. It's hard being around such a hot gamer like me. <laughs> 100%. I'm <laughs> glad. And look, uh, Sasha's throwing some bits in, some uh, cheers for for, oh. <laughs> for Windows 95 for you, Catface. I like Sasha. <laughs> All right. So, Catface, you, you've, you've joined us here in the studio to take your rightful place as the host of GameZilla Podcast. Uh, you know, what, what else brought you here? I saw there was a lot of cars outside. I figured I needed to stop by, say what's going on. Hey. You know, Hey, who's this imposter cat face? Who's that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who that voice is. This is the real cat face. Nah, huh? nah. Just because you can go buy a $10 Zoomies mask doesn't make you the real cat face. Where's that voice? Sonic 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 Where's that voice coming from? Is, is, Gr is Grim underneath the floor? Did you bury him under the dirt floor of the studio? I didn't tie the ropes tight enough. <laughs> Let me out. Let the real cat face out. Was this, was this a plot? Did Steven help you with this? He, we know he's good with chloroform. 
Steven's a very good car for him. His, his raccoon lawyer helped me. Yeah, uh, he's he's a very talented raccoon lawyer. That's that's for sure. Man, I, I better go. I'm getting a real bad look from off the screen right now. I better make an escape. Well, Catface, uh, I look forward to seeing you again in the future, and uh, thank you for coming here to save Gamezilla from uh, from the tyranny of Grimlock. I'm going to give this mask back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. We have done some <sighs> dumb stuff on this show. We have. <laughs> this was not one of them. <laughs> this was, this the, was phenomenal. This was a legitimate okay. hostile takeover. Yeah, we had Catface take over the studio. Um, of course he would make instant friends with you. Yeah. Since you're a sociopath. Yeah. Like, it just makes sense. I've thought about chloroforming and burying Grimm under the floor of the studio countless times. So the fact that Catface got it done, let's be honest. Did I hire Catface oh, to come here? Yes. Whoa, yes, I did. Whoa, whoa. <coughs> What's this I mean, no, no, I didn't. Chris back. I didn't. <laughs> huh? What's this? The imposter Catface is back. <laughs> All hail the real Catface! <laughs> Our overlord! <laughs> If you're not watching the Twitch stream, you're really missing out right now. <laughs> you're this is, really missing out. There, there's people who are thinking, like, these guys have done 200 shows. This is a disaster. If you're watching on Twitch, go watch the replay on Twitch. You'll realize that this is lit. Hey, by the way, did you, did you guys see them? We had a guest stop by uh, Rick's here. Gangster ass Rick's Rick. here? Gangster ass bitch oh, ass. We Rick. haven't seen him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted him to come on and say hi. He hasn't been on yet. Hey, yay! Hey, there he is! Rick, yeah. you're a handsome guy. Hey, yeah. hey, buddy. Good to see you. Definitely doesn't look, like, doesn't look like anybody. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody that's been on screen yet. But. No, this hasn't been on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky's here. Oh, well, I mean, while we're introducing brand new people, do you does everybody want to know who is doing such a fantastic job of social media and uh, chat room-wise? No, no, no. Let's re reframe that. Who's doing a acceptable job chat <laughs> <laughs> adequate job we yeah. don't do we don't do buildups here at gamezilla yeah we get yeah so i, I just want to i want to give a shout out to um you know rick stopping by and having some fun and then other other fans and and just parts of the community that uh you know reached out to us today and wanted to you know what can, what can we do type deal so I know a lot of people have been having fun with Testonomics in the chat, but let's give it up to Gamesville Media and Testonomics for being the same person and running the chat room and all social media going on right now. So I think he blew his cover when he started talking about Kirby's dream course back and forth between the two accounts. Because <laughs> if you follow the Discord, yeah. you Tess is always trying to pepper in Kirby's dream course. Uh, I was going to say, he was doing a great job. At one point, I looked down and it's like, man, I want giveaways. And then he'd like type to himself as Gamezilla Media, this is what you got to do for giveaways. <laughs> Tess, your mic's on right now if you want to say a quick, quick how do man man that ain't me <laughs> <laughs> um okay all right well uh where were we with the show uh, we were ending <laughs> team talk going into the new fantastic face. that's what we've been playing we want to know what you've been playing and you can do that on the discord head on over to gameslowmedia.com click that discord button the discord is free for everyone come hang out and talk with gamers from around the world every day discord gameslow media but uh, yeah, let's get into some uh, some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching Motor City Gaming. Gamesell Media. Com. Downloading headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Download complete. 
That's <laughs> new too. Dude, you do <laughs> your job. <laughs> we give you one job. Listen, Jess. I, I I I sent you a message, and I like how your fix was just really quickly said GameStillMedia.com over the fact. that... Okay, so we need to just bring this up about me. I'm the guy that's all about good intentions and wanting to do things. And I was like, I'm going to get all my stuff together. All the production is going to sound good for 200. I'm really motivated. And then uh, I had a whirlwind a week and was like, nah, screw it. <laughs> I bought a house. Like, it's only episode yeah. 200. Yeah. I mean, you know, worry about it when it's 300. Yeah. Pff, yeah. That gives me uh, two more years to get all of our production up to date. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, um, what do you mean? That sounded great. Hey, I I fixed the games of Alpha intro, and Grim didn't even use it this week. Uh, I did. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. That was my bad. When my work starts getting appreciated, I'll start doing it. All right, let's get into some news. We're going to start with some personal news, some GameZilla news. Ooh. Okay, so a lot of you have probably uh, probably paid attention to our social media, hopefully. If you don't, please do. But if you haven't seen the something is coming, are you ready uh, post that was on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever it is that you hang out, then you've been missing out a lot on some... You know, some teasers that we were getting ready to, and we announced that it was going to happen here. So to start the news off, we want to reveal GameZilla 2.0. Here it is. That's right. It is our new piece of art. It's not replacing anything. It is coming along and being added to our collection. You're going to be able to enjoy GameZilla 2.0 on the website. And eventually in the Games of Media store. That's a handsome piece of artwork for, for people listening. That's we, uh, right. So so l- let me describe. Let me describe Please here. do. Please so do. if you're familiar with our GameZilla Media logo, it is a silhouette of Godzilla with a, you know, the spine instead of being Godzilla spines, they're all video game controllers. Well, uh, Grimm worked hard with a very talented artist they linked up with online to design us uh, our own mecha GameZilla. This is it sort of looks like a Tyrannosaurus uh, made out of video game controllers. Um, you know, it has the metallic. It looks kind of like Mecha Godzilla, but it, you know, you can see Dreamcast controllers and Wii nunchucks and N64 controllers for the feet. It is awesome it's gonna be all over our social social media social media social media social media (laughs) that's more accurate uh so it's we're gonna be blowing it up we're super excited about this and uh am i right to say that this will be available for order it will be available for order so you're gonna want to pay attention to the games media store this won't be a wave one uh, wave two is when this is going to hit. You're going to be able to pick it up in a couple of different forms. So uh, stay tuned. We're excited to to reveal this. We have more stuff to reveal in the coming weeks for other projects. But we wanted to start strong with our new uh, our new monster that we get to introduce. And yeah. I just want to bring Cloud Chaos two one one three in the chat says, and this is a great idea. That's why I'm bringing it up. Now you need to three D print it and have Sashin airbrush it. There we go. Our Do model it. builder. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it, it is a is it is badass looking, and uh, I think we're really excited to use this as a big part of our identity uh, and a big part of uh, kind of representing who we are for Gamezilla. We we love the traditional uh, you know black silhouette, but this is a a cool addition to the Gamezilla brand. Uh, something visual that people can uh, grab onto. It's it's awesome. 
Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's just that additional piece. We, we, we had the great flat design. We wanted something that was more three-dimensional. We wanted that character that we could play around with. And I can tell you, that's not the only image of him. So you're going to be able to get to see more at GameZillMedia.com coming up in the next couple of days. So if you want to see more, you want to get it for your wallpaper, put it on your phone, that's where you're going to be able to grab it. And then, again, stay tuned to the... Um, Stay tuned to the GameZilla Media shop where you'll be able to find some of the products. The first person to get that as a tattoo gets to be a guest on a GameZilla Media podcast. Wow. <laughs> Might not be this show. It may just be a show with me, an interview for Patreon. But if you get that as, an, <laughs> as a tattoo, you and I will at least talk about video games. We'll record it and put it out to the Patreons. I'll, su- I'll support that. Yeah, yeah there absolutely. we go. Yeah, why not? Get it as a sure. tattoo. But, you know, hey, you might make it all the way into this show. We'll see. Yeah. You might that not. interview could bring, like, a fan's favorite clip, like your snake band. <laughs> 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 well, everything I touch create, creates disaster and controversy here. So. All right. So we have uh, we've released the new image that's going to be going. It'll be part of the download section of the podcast if you want to get a hold of a um, copy of it for yourself. It'll also be, like I said, popping up on the website uh, in multiple forms here very soon. But uh, we wanted to share that with you. We, we got really excited. It turned out so awesome. Um, and we're going to move into some news now, though. We're going to move into our first topic. And that's going to be it's time to grow up, everybody. It's time to grow up. Decline. We take Decline. so much time <laughs> protecting our banks and protecting all of our accounts. But it's surprising how little we protect our gaming accounts. And because of games popularity like Fortnite Battle Royale, we're starting to see a huge surge in people's accounts getting hacked and being abused with saved credit cards and all sorts of stuff and and all these uh, un, you know um, charges being made to these accounts that aren't legit. So um, Fortnite is slowly becoming the biggest game in the planet right now, but players of this hugely popular game are being urged to be vigilant. Uh, as malicious hackers have been hijacking accounts, as reported by BBC earlier this week. Uh, According to the report, numerous Fortnite players have reported (laughs) via social media that their accounts have been taken over and hit with high charges for items they never bought. So, here's why the the reason I brought this up, and I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about it. According to Kaspersky Lab Research, just five... (laughs) Like I would trust the Russians... Man, Kaspersky is a solid, <laughs> solid no program. No way! No way! Okay, let me let me back this up. At one time, Kaspersky was a really good security system, okay? I have a friend that works for the Department of Defense, and he texts me saying, if I have that, I need to delete it immediately. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That's just because everyone in the Department of Defense is scared of Russia, so that's okay. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah. Listen. According to Kaspersky Lab Research, just 5% of people selected their game account as being one of three that require the strongest passwords. Online gamers, both amateur and professional, are understandably concerned about having their accounts hacked or being locked out of their accounts by forgetting their passwords. It's a dilemma that we face every day with many choosing the less secure option of, of using either the same password for all their accounts... Or simple passwords that are easy for hackers to guess. Like, my password is the letter A. That's it. Mine's Quick, pa- everybody go now. <laughs> Mine's <laughs> hack all the grim shit. Mine's password, all lowercase. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, only five percent are are actually using like let's say you know double authentic. Uh, 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 wow, I can't even authentication. Talk authentication or using a actual like secure password. Right. Um, that's that's a, and I mean we're seeing these problems with with FIFA and with Fortnite and and and, if, and because of the world of microtransactions all over the place, it's time to grow up a little bit and uh, and get a secure password and protect this because, like we've just talked about, we spend hundreds of hours investing time into gaming to have our account hacked and potentially deleted and stolen and who knows what happens. I mean, I remember. Having one of my MMO accounts um, hacked, yeah, and all my stuff. You was bastard! Gone. I'm I talking to you, the guy who keylogged my WoW account back in the day. You <laughs> son of a bitch! I remember getting my account recovered, and I logged in, and I was just naked. I was just this naked yeah. dude, and all my shit was gone. I'm like, no! It was at bad. first. I was like, damn, I look pretty good naked, but then yeah. I was like, where's all my shit? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, um, they even took my wolf. I had a wolf pet, and they got rid of the wolf. So think about this. When when you're setting up your accounts or when you're updating your accounts, you really need to start paying more attention to uh, the options you have within your consoles, right? So a lot of these consoles, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, they have built-in features where you can just enable them and and get that uh, extra level of protection that we're just not we're not using it. So it's not necessarily I need, I need you to like make some password that's super complicated where you're never going to remember how to punch it in or whatever. Like it's smart to think about something, taking a word and removing letters and replacing them with numbers that still are the shape of that letter. You know, start to start to get creative with your passwords so that you can protect it better and turn on the the extra added security that you, that are that's given to you. By PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo, like just yeah. just do this because this is only going to get worse. And we don't. And that's the thing. Like for our community, we don't want to see anybody get into this. Like I've had friends that had their Xbox um, account hacked, and eleven hundred dollars worth of FIFA coins were purchased. Yeah, you know, like I've, I've I've seen it. It's not fun to deal with. Yes, you can probably you know. Yes, you can get the stuff reversed. But it's still a horrible, it's a hassle you shouldn't need to deal with if you just take a little bit of extra caution. Yeah. I do that on my uh, cell phone currently. So anything that has like a, my account information or stuff like that on there, I have the, the two forms of authentication. Whereas like, you know, you could have like, you know, you swipe the design or put a pin in or the fingerprint or the facial recognition. I just uh, have the one for like getting into my phone and doing my everyday stuff. But anything that has any of my accounts or anything in it, I have that second form, so I have to do both. Yeah, I mean, bottom line is you, if you have a two-step verification, uh, turn it on. Because everyone, everyone carries their cell phone around. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you don't have your cell phone to to shoot you a six-digit pin so that you can be secure... Like I get it, it's kind of a, it's an extra step, but in all reality, like we like with Twitch, we have to do, you know once we became Twitch affiliate, right? It was an, they required it. You could not turn on your Twitch affiliation w without enabling this fee this function. And when you did, 
you got this six digit every time you sign in on yeah. a different device or whatever or a different software that wants to use Twitch, you get this yeah. you know alert and it's a little bit of a hassle. But again, or guess the what? Same it goes device. Straight, it goes straight to my phone. I yeah. look at my phone and I punch it in. Like yeah. it's not hard. Or the same device that's just been time locked. <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, you haven't been on Twitch in three days. We're gonna need you to verify that this phone that you logged into Twitch in three days ago is still the same phone that you logged on in Twitch three it, days ago. <laughs> it's thirty. It's thirty days. But but yeah. yes. Yeah. It, I feel like that's. It says thirty it days. It says thirty, but I feel like that's yeah. not accurate. But in all, it's honest. It's worth it, though. Like it's worth it. You know, like I would hate to have my Twitch account, our, our Twitch account, hacked and have you know, like because of that, our you know the revenue that we generate here is hooked to a, a PayPal account that they now have information to that they can then try to hack that next. Right? It becomes a snowball effect. Yeah. Don't get caught in that. If you're saving credit cards on file. Um, or, you know, uh, like with uh, PlayStation or Xbox or even Nintendo Switch now, like it is super smart to turn these features on because there's some sensitive data that's sitting right there that you're giving people access to in a very easy way uh, otherwise. So, and I mean, bank accounts and stuff like that, that's important information. But like your Fortnite account people, come on. Yeah. You have to protect that. If I lose my progression on my battle pass, I'm I don't know what I'd do I to myself. I swear if anybody like hacked mine and bought me the disco suit, I would lose it. <laughs> I'd say thank you. <laughs> 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 All right. Um With that being said, I want to move on to topic 2, which is Star Wars Battlefront 2. I know this game has gotten not, it's not gotten a fair shake, and uh, this new progression system and overhaul actually seems like a move in the right direction. Though you could sit back and say, "Why wasn't this done this, yeah, this way in the first yeah, place?" Exactly. But we're not. You know, we can't do that. We're, we're oh, he- I know why it wasn't done that way in the first place. Because okay, go on. <laughs> Like, it's not complicated. <laughs> Why they didn't do it right the first time? They wanted money, and this well, way doesn't make them as much money. True, but microtransactions are coming back. So, Dice and EA have revealed these sweeping changes being made to Star Wars Battlefront 2. Um, the update will be coming uh, this Wednesday, March 21st. EA is hoping to put to rest the pay-to-win concerns by making progression linear. Classes, heroes, and ships you use in multiplayer now individually earn experience points. Experience points help you level up, and each level awards a skill point, which can be sent on, uh, spent on gameplay-changing star cards. Star cards and other gameplay-changing unlocks will now be purchasable with either credits, currency that you earn through the gameplay, or returning crystals, uh, which is your paid currency. Star cards will also no longer be found in crates, so you will not get star cards in loot boxes anymore. Good, because you never got anything good in a loot box. Every time you opened up a Battlefront loot box, it was just full of disappointment. I never one time was excited about something I got in one of those. Not once. Uh, Crates will now only contain credits or cosmetic items like emotes or victory poses. Crates can also not be purchased with any currency uh, and will only be awarded as a daily login bonus for or completing time challenges or completing milestones. Everything players have earned before the update will remain theirs and unchanged. 
And then after the update, the crystal currency will return, but with only one function, to buy new cosmetic-only skins for classes and heroes, um, which you can also purchase with credits. Uh, if you ever dreamed of being a part of the Resistance as a, uh, well, as a uh, Rodian, your, chain, your chance is right around the corner, reads the update statement. These new appearances will begin to arrive in April. That was one thing that the uh, this Battlefront Two lacked over Battlefront One is uh, you know the cosmetic uh, changes and the customization. It was like you dropped into the game and you had what you had. So I'm I'm all about them adding that into the game and that being the things you can pay for because I won't pay for it. But you know that's a, a fair way for them to do that sort of thing. And then lastly, Dice and EA's attention to the game. They promise a number of new modes some of which will be radically different than anything we've experienced in the game before. So they're, they're saying, we're not giving up on this game. We know it had a very rough start, one of the, one of the roughest starts we, can, we could probably pick out of a game as far as fan base being upset. But all in all, EA is, is still trying to support this game and not giving up on it. What do you think, though? I mean, the changes sound good. But the problem is, is that it's. I think it's. It's unfortunately too late, and that's crazy to think when the word Star Wars is tagged on this. But when you think about what's coming up as far as game releases in the next several months, it just is going to get buried. It's going to get buried by Far Cry Five. It's going to get buried by God of War, Nino Kuni Two. Like there's so many games just right around the corner, let alone the rest of the year that. Yeah, you'll grab your Star Wars like fans, but you're not going to grab the fringe people. That that and you already lost them. Yeah, it buried me right from the beginning. Like if they would have had this model from the beginning, then I would have, you know, put an effort into this game. But the and I'm not trying to like be the best in the world or or anything like that and but I want to be competitive in any game that I play because I'm a competitive person. And the second that you put a functionality in your game that says you want to know what? Um, you're better than I am because you have more money than I am. That's what upsets me. If you've put more time into the game and have more practice and you're a better player than me, great. I'm okay with that. Like you, You've paid your dues. But the fact that you just earn more money than me outside of this game and then are better than me at the game because of it instantly turns me off from the game. I mean, the game's beautiful, right? Like, as far if you're a Star Wars fan, it is just so awesome. But, yeah, that is the problem, is that the fact that all those people that already kind of uh, used that, that uh, loophole, they're not going to get, nothing's being reverted, right? So they're still going to have that. You're still going to log in and be like, well, now I can progress. But it still doesn't matter because all those people that you're talking about are still already overpowered. Mm-hmm. Still. There's no way to fix that, unfortunately. And, uh, I mean... I'm I'm a big enough Star Wars fan that I want to go back and see how different it does feel. I want to see how much of an improvement this does make. But overall, I just think it's too little, too late. And and there's too many games coming out right around the corner that are going to uh, pu- you know make people not unless you throw a crazy sale and sell this thing for twenty bucks. No one's gonna buy it. See, that, see but the thing that it can do 
is for me, it might stop me from actually paying the money for Far Cry 5. Or I go, well, I do want to play Far Cry 5, but there's you know a revamp to Battlefront. And hey, let me let me wait a couple months till Far Cry goes on sale. And let me let me put a little bit more time. Let me go back to Battlefront and get a little more enjoyment out of this. It's definitely not going to save the game uh, to be a big financial success. It's not going to motivate a ton of new sales. Unless you see that $29.99 price drop, you know, cut it. And I don't even know what the game is currently priced at because it's been out for a few months and an EA game can come down in price, uh, you know, over over the time yeah. because it's launched in November. Um, but you're right. It's not going to get a lot of new sales. But what it can do is retain the fan base and they can see uh, a little bit of that money that they wanted from the microtransactions that they didn't get off the bat because they really screwed everybody. So, you know, it, it's it's not going to it might pull the game off total life support. It might, it might get to the point where the game has a little bit more of a healthy community, but it's it's. I don't imagine it would grow from what it was at launch. Well, let's be honest. Here's how. Here's what it can do. Right, is that we have seen games like and and this is, it's not the same style of game. But if you look at Destiny One with the Taken King re- reboot or the Division right now, with yeah. how much how much this game has come back to life to the and now people are excited about the Division Two being announced. Right, so. If it can pull Deadite back and he plays a couple rounds and then he comes into work and goes, dude, you need to patch your game and, and play t- tonight with me. So I do. And then I go, Jazzy, it's fixed. It's sweet. Come game with us. Mm-hmm. The snowball effect could happen, right? Yeah. That, if you did it right, yes, you could bring back a Look good, at the division. That's what I mean. The division has more players now than it did when it launched. I think that would be... The thing that would have to happen for me, though, is somebody would have to get me on board. Because right, right now, I'm looking at, at Battlefront 2, and it's saying it's fixed. And then if Dead Eye comes to me, and he's like, man, it's fixed. You should play it. Like, they burn me right from the get. Whereas the Division in Five Mile Rick that was just in the studio says, hey, man, want to go back to the Division 1 to, like, prep for Division 2? Right. I heard they fixed everything. I was like, you know, I've heard the stories, and I've read everything, and, like, it sounds great. I enjoyed the Division 1 to a point, and then it kind of was broken at that point, and then I Not was like, kind okay. Of it was it, broken. It, yeah, it was broken. So for me to be having those two scenarios, I'm more likely to go back to the Division with Rick. No offense, Deadite, but like that game didn't completely do me wrong, whereas... Battlefront from the beginning did me wrong. Super yeah, fair. and I've gone back and played the division just recently with uh, Invalid and Babyback, uh, the two people that we used to play uh, Destiny with a lot, mm-hmm. and they they kind of like ran me through a lot. Like that game, it, it's a different game. It's not it's not fixed. It's a different <laughs> game. So um, yeah, the the division. Um, Man, if you have if you still have a copy of it, I recommend patching it because it's a uh, oh yeah, I'm, it's a it's, lot of fun. It's patched. I just haven't found the time because I was in the tombs trying to get this hat back this weekend. That's fair. So. That's fair. All right, let's move into topic three. Another interesting one. Nvidia is taking their GeForce Now technology, which was found in their Shield devices, and they are moving it into a beta form on the Mac and PC. GeForce Now is a very interesting technology that you're going to be able to pay by the hour to be able to play video games at ultra-level settings on a junk computer. 
I don't want to say junk computer, an average computer. Yeah, okay, an average computer. On a, a computer that cannot normally run those settings. Yeah. <laughs> on a Lenovo laptop that you got on Black Friday from their website with moderate specs. And how long did In you, the parking ahead, lot of Staples. And it took you a solid 120 days and a fist fight with a Lenovo representative uh, to to get that. No, it was, it was 60 days, uh, and there was uh, a, a verbal fist fight. Yeah, so GeForce Now is uh, is very interesting uh, technology. It's a cl- obviously it's a cloud based technology that where they're they're rendering a lot of the game on their side of it, and then you are going to need a decent internet connection so that you can take advantage of this. Um, it's interesting to me where I, I don't the technology is really cool. Okay, like the ability to do this is very cool. I think it's a ripoff. I think it's this particular GeForce Now by NVIDIA, it's not ready for the mainstream mm-hmm. because when you look at the cost to play a game versus the cost to just go buy a computer that can play your game. Now, mind you, GeForce Now, you have to own the game. This isn't like right. a, this isn't like an Xbox Game Pass or anything where you pay ten bucks and you get this you get this library, library of games. Right. This is just a service that's going to allow you to play a game you own in a higher setting than you should be able to. Yeah. So the breakdown here, just to give you an idea why, why I think it's just too much money. Um, battle, uh, player unknown battlegrounds with an average play time around 12 hours every two weeks. That adds up to 325 hours per year. At a cost of $25 for every 20 hours of streaming, GeForce, GeForce Now customers would pay $410 for the privilege of playing PUBG on their underpowered laptops. $410. Man, it's not worth it. It's it's not like 100% not worth it to me. If you, and that's on a game that like you could get some advantage to the the power of it like I'm sorry if you're like playing World of Warcraft and then you use this technology to spend money. Oh, to RPGs are out of the question. See the water better, <laughs> like yeah, RPGs are out of the question. Yeah. We're talking PUBG at 12 hours every two weeks. We're not talking hundreds of hours. Yeah, like like hundreds you and can't. hundreds of hours. And it's not even the benefits. Not even there. Well, like, yeah, you're right. It's not, but I mean, because you need a strong internet connection to run this, and the stuff that you're going to get as far as like quality-wise of the game isn't going to make that big of a difference in the actual gameplay itself. No, and you also have to make sure that the game is compatible with with GeForce Now. So this is the extra kick, is that not every game will work with this. You could buy a game, technically, that won't use this service, and it's a complete waste. I think the, think the problem here is that you have to own the game, then you have to pay for the service. Like, just buy a nice computer. Or well, a nice computer could... Uh, would be more expensive than that, but you know, if if you don't need top tier graphics, you could actually buy an Xbox One X and a copy of PUBG for close to the price range we're talking about. So if you're fine with being a console gamer and you don't have to game on a PC, you can you can just buy one of the current gen systems that performs very well. Would definitely perform better than a mediocre at best PC. Yeah. So and you said what four ten. Uh, four four ten, yeah. yeah. Four ten. So for an extra ninety plus the game, so an extra hundred and fifty dollars. It's pub let's say we're doing PUBG, so it's hundred and twenty dollars. Hundred and twenty dollars with PUBG, okay? So for an extra hundred and twenty dollars, just buy an Xbox One X with PUBG. 
Like you could do that. Yeah, you could do that. But I, I, you know, go council wise. If you want to play on PC, though, all I'm saying is like you could take that for like here's four hundred ten dollars. Yeah, and build off of that, right? Like instead of a, and it doesn't have to be a laptop. First of all, it's like most most people don't. I mean, I don't want to sit there and say this, but like if you're gaming, you have a tower most of the time. I know, like you don't, and I I have a gaming laptop too. Yep. But I still prefer prefer a tower if I can have one. So like you could take four ten. And start buying components to this tower and building towards it, and then and have your own system that could play anything, that could do whatever you want. And then when that day came where it's like, oh man, my my graphics card isn't uh, you know isn't up to par anymore, but everything else is okay. You can just swap out pieces of it, right? You just go, I want a different GPU, I want a different CPU. Like you don't have to buy a whole new computer every time. It's not what you have to do. So. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this service is, and, and it's being brought up in Twitch right now. Um, by by uh, Sheriff was the first one that said it. That you know they're just they're testing the waters because some people are spending sixty dollars year year in year out uh, for play, things like PlayStation, PlayStation Network, now. Xbox Live, and, Xbox and Live, you know yeah. and sure and and people are about to jump on this ten dollar a month Game Pass by Xbox and you know when you, when you add up my Netflix, Hulu, PS, and Xbox Live, Nintendo Switch, whenever they finally decide yeah. to charge me for my it, Google Music, when, my Google <laughs> Music, when you add all that up, what I'm paying every month, it goes oh shit, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe some people will pay for this because I pay for a lot of dumb shit. Like I, I I look at it one way, but when you actually start to like tear it down and see how people lock, I mean, hey, no offense, we appreciate you all, but you, but some of you pay us every month, you know, because you find value in it. So some people might find value in this. They might have a uh, you know a cheap two hundred dollar laptop that like they can run PUBG on it. Right. Because of this service, without this service, it may not run at all. But I want to I want to pause for a second. We are worth every damn cent you give us, especially me. Maybe not them. I am worth every <laughs> damn cent you give this podcast because yeah. I won't do this for free. I'm a professional, damn it. I think for us it's different too cuz we I used to be somebody. <laughs> we're going to have the opinion. <laughs> we're going to have the opinion of just getting the unit that can actually run it the same because we that's just what we do we we go out and we get this studio equipment to make ourselves sound better we get all of this gaming equipment so that we can game in multiple ways possible to give our opinions on different types of gaming and ways yeah. of gaming like if somebody only has a radio laptop and that's all they can afford but then they can hop in and get the service and play these games at a higher quality. Plus, it could possibly be like a test, a test thing for them. Like, hey, I'm gonna do this for a little bit, and if I like the quality of it, then I might go out and buy myself a PC that can handle this. So, I mean, the big thing, the big, I guess, the last thing I'll say here is that you can have a ultra portable laptop. Maybe, hell, maybe you have a Surface, right, or a MacBook, and and you want to be able to play games at a high level on the go. It's a great concept, but here in America, our our infrastructure of our internet is god-awful. So I'm sorry. <laughs> when I go to PAX East in a couple weeks, and I'm in the hotel, 
I ain't doing shit because the hotel Wi-Fi is trash. Yeah, yeah. you want to know where this is really going to take <laughs> it's off? It's not going to work. In, NVIDIA, you know where this is really going to take off? Korea. <laughs> That's yeah. where it's going to take off. Yeah, places that because I can just jack Because the ping can fiber. actually do this. Yeah. <laughs> when I can jack in the fiber, then yeah, something like this is super useful. But the problem, I think that's my thing, is that <laughs> the place... The pla- do, do you guys remember like a year and a half ago <laughs> when I still lived up north and, and I'm, my download speed was an average of 2.3 yeah. megs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was in a me- that was in the United States where I didn't live in a rural area. No, no. I lived in a, a, a college town. Yeah. It was still a small time, but it was a college town. Yeah, my two point three megs down was my average. Yeah. Before was, I moved into where I'm living at now, out at my uh, folks' house, my phone data connection <laughs> was better than my satellite internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jazzy used we, to have to move from room to room trying to catch his his yeah. his hotspot yeah. better. Jazzy just game. would Jazzy would pack his stuff up, drive over here just to play video just games. Video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he used Absolutely. me for my internet. I, no, I spent tag worth. <laughs> That's why he's on the show. He's still paying me back for yeah. for my for my birthday. I guess it was like three years ago now. Jazzy gave me his PS3 copy of Destiny that he because uh, he, he upgraded <laughs> PS4. Yeah. Yeah. I am not joking when I tell you it took me five days to patch Destiny on yeah. the PlayStation yeah. Three, and then my internet speed wasn't good enough where I could even connect and play. After I had five days of my PS3 being turned on <laughs> nonstop hard. Hardwired in. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. This won't well, work. Good here. deal. This is not going to help you at all. <laughs> oh man. All right. We got to move on. We got to move on to our next topic here. We're we're dragging here. Um. Next topic. Epic Games. We all know Paragon. that. Uh, yeah. We all know Paragon is about to be finished here in a- uh, early April. Uh, they're going to be shutting the servers down. But an interesting turn of events happened here that's not common in our in, in the industry, in that um, Fortnite may have helped kill Paragon, but it has turned a twelve million it has turned it into a twelve million dollar gift for other developers. So, oh, at, I know what this means. Yeah, Epic Games announced earlier this year that the mobile uh, of Paragon was going to be closing. But in addition to uh, developing games of its own, Epic is the studio behind the Unreal Engine that many other developers license uh, to make their own games. As of today, Epic has decided to not let the work it did on Paragon go to waste. A full array of Paragon's assets have been released to all Unreal Engine 4 developers. Epic estimates the cost of building those assets, which include 20 AAA quality characters and their skins, animations, visual effects, and dialogue, as well as environmental assets at over $12 million. So, um, all of this is now in the hands of the developer for free from the Unreal Engine Marketplace. Uh, what this means is that Unreal Engine 4 developers can now freely grab those assets and put them in, in use in their own projects. In addition to that, what's already available, Epic will also release even more Paragon assets that cost millions of dollars to produce, and those will be released, be released this spring and summer. I have two things to say about this. One, yes. And two, thank you, Epic Games 
for listening to our podcast. Yeah, clearly. because this is exactly what we said two weeks ago. Not two do weeks. something yeah. with Paragon. It was longer like, than that, but yeah, <laughs> we we did say like 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 you put all this effort into it, and the game was beautiful, right? Like it looked fantastic. The worlds were fun, were amazing. The characters were interesting. It just had yeah. problems when it came down to like the card. The card system and all the weird stuff he decided, yeah. but nonetheless, plus you put out a 3D MOBA during the time yeah. of like League and Dota's like uprising. Yeah, yeah it looked really good, but they had a hard time because it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> visually, visually though, if I could pull those assets, if I could pull some of the environment assets and use them in my game, and I don't mean like identical, like I'm just gonna grab this, drop it in here, and be like, this is my world now. But at the same time, if it's an asset, I can bring it in, throw my own skin over it. Or, or dissect it and learn from it. And that's the big thing that they say in this article is that it's an unusual move to see as developers rarely give away assets even from unreleased projects. Just how developers choose to make use of these assets remains to be seen. You probably won't suddenly see Paragon's characters running around in Friday the 13th, the game, or other Unreal Engine 4 games, but the, but the work Epic has already done may benefit other developers, especially younger ones, who can learn from it. Yeah, and it's, it's something. Really, yeah. yeah, it's something simple that developers can do as like a starter project, and everything's already built for you. So all you got to do is, you know, put your work shoes on, go to your garage, take all of Paragon's assets that they just gave you, and make a trading card game with all of this that works. <laughs> it's true. Period. Yeah. You got all your cards and characters and everything. Just make a card game. That actually works, not yeah. like the card system that had Barragon. And let's be honest too, this looks like from a from a marketing standpoint, you look great as Epic Games. You look like this fantastic company that is just like sharing this this uh, you know um, at the sharing these assets and information, and it's just it's it's a good look for you. Yeah, you look good. Oh, especially you when you put a number have, on it, yeah. like hey, we're gonna give you twelve million dollars. Yeah. You already <laughs> have Fortnite, so you're already doing a good job, and now you're you're you know giving back to your community. So like that's yeah. uh, that's good. I I liked I liked this. I think it's a super smart move. There was so much work put into this game that I wanted to see this something like this happen. Also, Epic, never forget about Paragon, okay? I know in Fortnite you have the little banner that you can have that's got the Paragon symbol, but, like, you know, maybe throw one of these skins into the game at one point. Maybe. About a dozen people would be excited about that. That's a dozen more people excited than you had before. <laughs> maybe. All right, last topic. Moving into it. Day one patch news. Ahoy! Ooh. Day one patch news for Sea of Thieves is not what you would expect. So. Tell me more. <clears throat> sea, of Thieves, sea of Thieves developer Rare is known for a sen its sense of humor. And when its new game, uh, and with its new game, it appears to be focusing more than ever on embracing its community. Those two things have come together to make a special day one patch, which is not at all what you likely are thinking. It's customary for games in this day and age to receive large updates on day one that add essential features or make big changes or fixes. Rare has decided to poke fun at that and leverage the fact that it has a game where eye patches are, the, are popular and the thing to wear. As pictured in the image that we're showing here on Twitch, uh, players can now acquire a day one patch, an eye patch with the number one on it. <laughs> and it can be purchased for one gold 
from the general clothing shop from now, uh, well, tomorrow, I guess, technically the 20th, yeah. until the 29th. So you have nine days to make this to make this one gold purchase of your day one patch. This, this is great. This is absolutely Real good. great. Real good. This gets even better because the this is a callback to a suggestion from Reddit user Jeffabel, who recently proposed the exact idea. Rare doesn't shy away from its inspiration either, as the item description in the game reads, A message in a bottle from Jolly Jeffabel washed ashore. Eye patch makers read it and said, Aye. <laughs> the dude's oh, recommendation, and now, he, in the game. and now yeah, he's in the, game. in the game. His name is in the game. So yeah, Man. Sea of Thieves launches on Way the Xbox go, One and PC March 20th. So I'm getting this. Tomorrow, first thing, log in. I'm getting. I don't oh, yeah. care if I have it's to cool. sell a piece of clothing that I have on and go half naked to get my gold, so I can get this eye patch. Like I'm just doing it. Yeah, yeah but because it's a first person game, does it really throw off your depth perception? Oh god, <laughs> that'd be cool if you could like only see half the screen. <laughs> Little bit of eye patch humor for you. <laughs> Little bit. <laughs> that was dumb. I did learn quickly to. Uh, to not drink in this game because it actually jacks with your oh yeah with yeah. your depth of field and, and blurriness yeah. and all sorts of stuff. I got that in WoW does that too. Like you yeah. drink and it like makes your screen blurry and shake yeah. and stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah. But. So I thought it was cool. It's it's a, a fun fun humor and the fact that it came from a fan and then and rare like uh, this is this is the opposite of what we usually talk about on here, right? We usually talk about like, hey, look at Xbox went over here to Reddit and found some kid that like made some cool art and then ripped them <laughs> off and made the same and art themselves the same art. Yep. without any you know any like yeah we're not pointing acknowledgement any, at all we're not we're not pointing any fingers PUBG. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, the um, it's cool. I think it's neat. Yeah. I, I brought this up because I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Sea of Thieves, and because it's about to it's about to come out here. This is neat. This is the this is the rare I want to see. Yeah. This is the rare that I you know I remember. Right. It's it's the rare that that to me I grew up with, and so for me I'm just like. I'm excited because, oh, he missed it. He was rat in his eyes. I'm playing a trailer with the cracking footage, and you miss it. Yeah. Anyways, this looks like genu- like just old-school rare. It- it's a game that I've played. We played the beta. We really liked it. Yeah. I'm excited. And, and that was just a fragment of the game, so we know we're going to dive into this game uh, this week and be able to experience even more than anything we can expect. So, um I highly recommend it, and the this start, this day one patch, is a sign that I think this game is going to be supported by Rare, and they're going to continue to do fun things like this uh, in the future, keeping this game fresh and and uh, entertaining to yeah. anybody who wants to play it. Not only get this game, but get it day one and get that patch. Because yeah. Take it from me, who has experience in the fact that I've played League, I've played World of Warcraft and all this stuff, and you miss those opportunities to get these like limited time things, and then at some point in your career of playing that game down the road, you're going to wish that you had it. Like I have all of the skins from my favorite champion of League of Legends, except for one, which is in the vault now. So Riot, for love of God, bring me that skin back so I can get it. Instead of you guys buying this, how about you come over to my house and we just play Sid Meier's Pirates on the original Xbox? No, no we're going to play Sea of Thieves. But you, think about it. 
you just sign up for um for GeForce. Or, oh. Yeah, yeah. GeForce. GeForce but now. I, yeah, Use yeah. your Lenovo and and play this with us. Yeah. Because you know the water mechanics are gonna are gonna kill your computer if you try to run that. Yeah, it computer. doesn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It has a hard enough time with word processing, let alone uh, gra- <laughs> water <laughs> graphics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. All right, well, uh, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit GameZillaMedia.com and continue the conversation in our Discord community. Do it. Let's, uh, let's hear from another fan real quick. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Bobby, fan of the show, a.k.a. Brick and Mortar. Uh, obviously, my favorite part of the GameZilla podcast is probably when... Jazzy said brick and mortar probably a hundred times in a couple of minutes because uh, it inspired my nickname. Um, but a close runner-up has to be when you guys shared your first chicken dinner in PUBG. That was pretty great. Anyways, thanks for everything, guys. Game on. Yeah, that first chicken dinner I shared with Testonomics I was about to over say, here. Testonomics yeah. is in the studio, and uh, uh, let's let's unmute his mic and, and just get a few words on your first that first chicken dinner. How was it? Man, all I remember is that uh, it was me, it was Jazzy, it was uh, the late cable 2KX. <laughs> the late, <laughs> the and, late. Uh, damn. Wow. It's some Irish guy. Um, and we were playing, and it was down to the last two teams, and I ran out as bait. I got killed. Jazzy got the kill. Then Jazzy was bait. <laughs> yeah. Jazzy got killed. Cable got the kill. And then there was a moment of silence. And then there was a scream so loud that I'm pretty sure my neighbors called the police. As we screamed, and I, I know Grimlock was in the Discord. He wasn't playing. He wasn't yeah. watching. He was just there, yeah. and everyone was screaming. Uh, that's probably my personal favorite uh, GameZilla memory uh, to date. Yeah, I remember that because I was still at uh, my parents' house. And it was late, and I remember my dad came in the room. He's like, "Everything all right?" <laughs> like he was worried about me. <laughs> all right. Well, thank Thanks, you, brick and mortar. Yeah, thank you for that, Sasha. Thank you for those hundred bits too. Everybody hanging out in the on twitch.tv slash Media. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, if you missed this and you're listening to it on iTunes, you can catch us every Monday night on twitch.tv slash Media. All right. Um, other than that, uh, if you're not getting enough GameZilla podcasts, you need to listen to GameZilla Alpha every Sunday for your extra dose of Zilla activity. Now, without further ado, I think it's time Jazzy uh, tells us a little bit about esports. Welcome to Summoner's Rift. So this is a little bit risky. Oh my God, Freiburg, are you kidding me? Ambition steals the Elder Dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn. Do I have news for you? Crazy shit happened over the weekend. Let's get the not-so-important news because I'm going to hit League real hard because a lot of shit went down. Real hard. So let me start with Overwatch, all right? You have your New York Excelsior that went 2-0 again, beating... Seoul and Shanghai. (laughs) I'm just pulling for Shanghai. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Then you have the London Spitfire that ended up taking over second place 
from Seoul, beating Seoul and the San Francisco Shock in a 2-0 week this week. Seoul drops 0-2 this week, making them drop from second to third. They lost to New York and London, and then the Los Los Angeles Valiant also went 0-2, getting defeated by the Florida Mayhem and Boston Uprising, but not enough points to drop out of fourth. However, Philadelphia has caught up and tied them, but because of power rankings, they are still um, in fourth place. However, here's the big news. Shanghai Dragons have done it. They did it. Not against New York Excelsior, but against the other team. They continued their losing streak. Oh, man. And they are 0-18. <laughs> man, I really I'm going really to try to build that each week. <laughs> I really, you, I really you had me. You had yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they weren't even close this week. They got <laughs> slaughtered. <laughs> wow. But uh, hopefully they have some better luck um, in, the, in the weeks to come. <laughs> They're running out of weeks, but... Uh, then on over to the NALCS. It was the last week for spring split, which means we are getting our seeds for playoffs. Let let me remind everybody going into this last weekend what the teams were looking like. You had Echo Fox at 11-5. You had Cloud9 tied for first at 11-5. You had Clutch Gaming in third at 10-6. 100 Thieves tied for third. At 106, or at 10 and 6, sorry. Then you had Team Liquid and TSM both at 9 and 7. So, going into the weekend, Echo Fox goes 1 and 1, <laughs> beating FlyQuest, but losing to 100 Thieves. Ooh. Cloud9 goes 0 and 2 in their <laughs> last week of the spring split. Losing to Team Liquid and FlyQuest. <laughs> T-L win, baby! <laughs> Clutch Gaming has a 1-1 weekend, beating the Golden Guardians and losing to 100 Thieves. 100 Thieves obviously being in those um, wins and losses. Did have a 2-0 weekend, beating Echo Fox and Clutch Gaming. Team Liquid takes a 2-0 weekend, beating Cloud9 and Optic Gaming. And TSM also has a 2-0 weekend, beating the Golden Guardians and CLG. So, that makes things very interesting at the end of Sunday night after the last game because as the standings stand after these games are tallied up, you have Echo Fox and 100 Thieves tied for first at 12-6. and Then, you have... A four-way tie for four, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth at eleven and seven. Not only one tiebreaker has to go down; five tiebreaker <laughs> games have to go down. <laughs> they literally had to play a whole nother day of League of Legends right after they got done playing yeah. a day of League of Legends. Yeah, they didn't even get to leave the studio. Yeah. It was just like, yep. okay, get ready, tiebreaker time. <laughs> yep. So they start off the tiebreaker with. 100 Thieves versus Echo Fox, because, let's be honest, they had to do the math to figure out how to seed the other four teams in this other bracket that they have to do. So you go into that game, 100 Thieves already beat them earlier in the day, and then 100 Thieves comes back, 
and beats them again and takes over first place in the spring split. This is a team that, that started <laughs> off super hot, went cold to the point where they were 5-5 five and five and in the middle of the pack, and we were wondering if they were going to slip out of playoff contention, yeah. come back and, and take first place. 9-1 and one in the back half of the split. Yeah. Crazy nine and one. The adjustments they made and the and the the new patch just fa- they favored them big time. Yeah, I don't want to take anything away because the uh, mid laner of Echo Fox was their sub Demonte, who was playing equally as good as Phoenix does, and they also had Papa Chow in for Adrian as well. So Echo Fox was running two subs, but the subs weren't the problem. The fact that 100 Thieves just tore them apart was the problem. It's not like... Why were they running subs, though? Uh, they were giving uh, Phoenix and Adrian rests before okay. playoffs. Because they had already locked in their playoff spots going into this weekend. So uh, Papa yeah, but, Rick Fox said, hey, we're going to rest some of our players. But is first place, does first and second both get buys? They both get buys, okay, Jeff. First okay. and second both get buys. Got it. So then they do the math. And they have to figure out how to do this bracket-style tiebreaker for 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. So what they do is they account, like, win-loss ratio versus all these teams together, their uh, KDA ratios, which is kills, death, assists in each of the games, the gold differentials. They had this huge formula that they came up with in order to place these teams in this little mini-tournament bracket for these tiebreakers. And um, it basically came out to TSM was going to play Clutch Gaming, and then Team Liquid was going to play C9. The winner of both of those games was going to go and have to play another game. So the two winners will play, and then the two losers would play. The winner of the winner's brackets would get third seed, loser would get fourth seed. And then of the loser's bracket, winner would get fifth seed, loser would get sixth seed. So, we go into these tiebreaker matches. It is TSM versus Clutch Gaming, and TSM ripped them apart. And I was super happy watching this game because they struggled all year against Clutch. I don't think they won a game against Clutch this whole season. And then they went into this tiebreaker match and just destroyed them. So that's putting them into the winner's bracket. Then it was Team Liquid versus Cloud9. I don't know if I've seen a more stressful game of League of Legends that wasn't an actual playoff game. Like, this game was so back and forth. And so, like, oh, well, now this team's taking over the lead. Oh, now Cloud9's got the lead back. Oh, Liquid's back in the, in ahead. Oh, they stole that Baron. What are they going to do with it? Oh, the other team just took the Elder Drake. Now they're back to equal grounds. and It was nuts. And it kept going back and forth. And then finally... Like like a playoff game in League of Legends, one mistake was made. Team Liquid end up getting an ace, and they end up taking the game over Cloud Nine. Ah, suck it, <laughs> Team Liquid. So Cloud Nine's having a rough go today, <laughs> being zero three at this point. Um, TSM goes into their match against Team Liquid for third and fourth place, and this is where I'm like, oh. Come on, TSM. Like, you're my boys. You're making a run. Do me proud. It's another game that's back and forth. And then Team Liquid just falls apart in the middle. What? TSM takes over, wins the game, and ends up locking in third seed. Oh! (laughs) Damn. Uh, Actually, I wanted Team Liquid to win, too, so damn. And then down in the loser's bracket, I'll call it, um, 
The Cloud9 versus slightly less successful slight, black bracket. Don't slightly bring... less successful. Thank you. You have Cloud9 also just tears apart clutch game. Oh yeah, no, that's the loser's bracket. I thought I thought this is where Liquid was. Yeah. Oh no, Cloud9 is the loser bracket. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to Clutch Gaming. They went into this weekend super strong and then, like, forgot how to play. And they just got wrecked. Good. Starting off the weekend in third and then going into the playoffs in the sixth seed. That sucks. Yep. So... Uh, I guess best of luck to them. But, but you don't you don't walk into this last weekend before the split thinking, oh, I'm gonna have to play my matches and then I'm gonna have to play a whole nother set of matches. You right. don't you don't there was no way for them to expect it was gonna be that intense, especially if they were sitting in Right, third. but at the same time, and this was brought up in the cast yesterday when they were talking about it, is this is the first year with franchising that it's gone to a one game elimination. Last year in in uh LCS it was three game elimination. So these teams would play each other back-to-back two to three times. Oh, okay. Right. So them playing back-to-back games isn't isn't a, a factor, really, in, in this, because teams should be used to I guess these teams technically aren't used to that because they're new teams with players getting switched around, but every one of those players is not, you know... Yeah, but you go through a whole season of of one game, you know, one game matches, and then the then the very end you have this back to back thing because of how close everything is. Right, and it's cool. Like we were wondering how how the French Fran- North America franchised uh, first season was going to go, and we we I think we could sit here and say the first split of of NA franchise generation of league was. Super successful because you had six teams make the playoffs. That the difference was what a game, one game, one yeah. game. So let me read it off here. Going into the playoffs, you have your first seed, 100 Thieves, 13 and 6, your second seed, Echo Fox, 12 and 7, your third seed, TSM, at 13 and 7, your fourth seed, Team Liquid, at 12 and 8, fifth seed, Cloud9, at 12 and 8. And six seed clutch uh, gaming at eleven and nine. Keep in mind that's with the uh, tiebreaker games added in. So you take those tiebreaker games out, and everyone was one game yeah. off of becoming a first place team. That's wow. what I mean. Yeah, or a six before, place the, seed. before the tiebreakers. Yeah. yeah. The, okay, so one this is game. This is one thing that we've talked about in past esports sections is concern over what the balance was going to be like yeah. uh, in the franchise era for LCS. And uh, this is really interesting to see that, you know, if if going into spring split, there was that many teams that close to the first place spot. I mean, at least the top, at least the top portion of the league is really balanced. I don't know what the scores are like for, you know, well, the, the bottom, bottom even the bottom I, half, yeah. you know, CLG was in the seventh position and had a chance. Uh, the other two were four and four, four and twelve or whatever. So I mean, like, yeah, they weren't great, but they still they still had four upsets at that point, and they still beat somebody, you know, at some point. But the thing, it's hard to have a fully balanced yeah, league, regardless but, of what it but is. But the thing about it is that when you have six teams that are that make the playoffs, and all six of them are separated by one game, and you go think about the last two seasons of league, and you think about the runaway season that that uh, that TSM had. Yeah, where they're or seventeen and one, or the runaway, or even last season when TSM and Immortals were both runaways. No one could touch either one of those teams. It was always one or two teams that that were in complete control, and that was because it wasn't a one and done match. It was the best of three. So TSM would lose that first game, and they, and they were really good at going back into the into the uh, you know 
the locker room and saying, let's change this, this, and this, and come out and win. And they can't do that here. They have to go out and win yep. right out the gate. And, you know, that's I think it's created a very, a very even battlefield. What my concern still is, is that when this league of you know North America goes international to MSI or, yeah, MIA, wait. Mid-season invitational. Yeah. So MSI. MSI or Worlds or any other, or uh, Riff Rivals, and they go outside of North America where everyone else is still doing this three-game you know, match mm-hmm. system, and they have to flex into that. How, now, how do they play? Right, especially knowing that going into the spring split playoffs, you're going to have three game eliminations, and I believe the finals is five game. Right. So you're going back to that winning, winning multiple games. Yeah, you are for the. You're right for the playoffs and stuff. You're right. So, but other than that, congratulations to everybody who um, made the top six. And uh, to solidify your point to Deadite is even the lower, uh, you know, seeded teams that didn't do so well. So your Golden Guardians and your Optic Gaming that had some poor performing records. The the small amount of wins that they did have were actually against big name teams. Yeah, they were. Like Golden Guardians were taking out like Echo Fox, and you know Optic I think stole the game from an from Liquid. So it's like they're beating some some big name teams that were at the top of the charts. So it's not just like oh hey we're playing the other three guys that are at the bottom we're finally going to get a win. Yeah. You know they were getting wins from some of these high high ranked teams. So. And that shows promise that you know the second half of the season could look a little different. Yeah, completely different. That's the thing. Yeah, is that we we've seen the split where Immortals were mediocre and then and then second you know the second uh, split came around and they and they won out. You know so yeah this means nothing and the fact that we've seen these like small glimpses of like golden guardians taking down top tier teams means they could come out next split and and just light on fire mm-hmm. you know so yeah we'll see but in the meantime i just want to uh take a break from jazzy's you know bragging of his tsm team uh and we're gonna do our first giveaway tonight Ooh. so if you're listening to this and you missed out on the giveaways i apologize we do giveaways um you know often on like streams and and sometimes on the show here but it's episode 200 so i gathered a bunch of digital copies that i had and a co- and what one physical copy that that i didn't have a digital version of that we're going to give away so um testonomics has been putting in the chat everything that you need to do to be to be in there make sure that you're ready um we're going to have test draw our first winner how this works we got Sonic Mania for PS4, Alan Wake for the Xbox, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Unity for the Xbox, Player Unknown Battleground for the Xbox, Call of Duty World War II physical copy for the PS4. These are all um, the first winner gets to pick what they want. So you you win, you pick what you want, that comes out of the pile, and then we're gonna do it again a couple times here near the end of the show until we're out of prizes. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, GameZillaMedia.com, hey, sorry, but you need to be here for our live streams on Twitch sometimes to win some of the prizes. So uh, sorry you're missing out on it, but, uh, you know, hey, it gives you more motivation to hang out with us on Twitch because I know you have a Twitch account. That's right. So uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, let... 
Testonomics draw our first winner. He'll announce it in the chat, and um, we'll see who we got here. Can we? Uh, un- can we? Let's. He's doing all the work. He gets to announce the winner too. So when we- when we're ready, Test, your mic is unmuted and let's get ready. Get some giveaway music going. I mean, I mean, to be fair, um, they're going to see to the chat about three seconds before they hear me say anything. Still worth it. So I want it for us. It's for, for us. For us. For us, except for Jazzy. The first winner, providing they are here, they are following GameZilla Media here on Twitch, and they've typed exclamation point GZP200 in the chat. Our very first winner will be... Sean Flack. Oh! Sean Flack, are you still here with us this evening? <laughs> he did say he had to go a little earlier, but he could be back. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sean, Sean. Could Sean be missing out? I might edit some of this out. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see how it goes, yeah. But if you're not, if you're hanging out on, on iTunes, Stitcher, all those great places, we it's episode 200, okay? We don't do this very often. Just have some fun with us. Just sing. If you're listening to us in the car and your headphones, you know, just dance and 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 sing this great song. Watch you poo. I'm gonna watch you poo. Oh man, our man. super fan Sean Fleck is missing. All Sean. right, all right. Oh, I was worried about that. All right, we re-roll it. Yeah, we re-roll it. We had a minute. We're mm-hmm. at f- all right, we're gonna re-roll. Ooh, restart giveaway, cancel giveaway, Nightbot, please do me right. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. The brutish ones, call them now. The brutish Ooh. one, if you can get them in here soon, I'll make sure he still gets something. All right, Brick and Mortar. Brick and, Brick mortar, and mortar, are you here? Brick, this brick, is brick. gold, says Player One Miggy. Brick, 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 brick and mortar. <laughs> brick, 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 brick and mortar. mortar. Oh my goodness, where is he? Bo- oh, there he is. Oh. Here. All right, Brick and Mortar is our first winner. Brick and Mortar, you get your deci- your choice between Sonic Mania, Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, PUBG for the Xbox One, or Call of Duty World War II. You want COD. You want COD. He calls out the hard copy of COD. There you go. Cod is off the shelf. No, uh, this goes to brick and mortar. I'm gonna give this to uh, to test right now. There you go, brick and mortar. Ah. All right, just keep rolling them. Yeah, you know what? Roll me another one real quick. We're gonna do two right now. All right. I was supposed to do these more throughout the show, and I realized, oops, I got they, really into the show. They were trying to get your I attention. Re- I randomly. remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly throughout, they were sending. By the way, while we're doing giveaway, this, giveaway. I heard that there's a voicemail that was sent. All right, we're just making vo- a voicemail is a completely unacceptable version. We're just confirming. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This voicemail is gonna have to be told okay. because uh, we're just confirming. Stuff, stuff's happened. I, I okay. have a feeling I know who sent the voicemail. Without. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get too mad about the voicemail until I know who it's from, because I think I know who it's from. You'd be surprised that they had a phone. <laughs> right. Oh, never mind. I thought Sci-Fi sent in a voicemail, and I can't get mad at my boy. I know who sent this voicemail. <laughs> we need to play it. <laughs> now I know who it is. All right. The Brutish One's asking, can he claim the prize? Can he claim Sean's he said prize? He is, he is his brother. He's, he's claiming brother. Um, we're going to turn to the Snake Pit Court here. Ooh. Do we have it even queued up? 
Do I have? Do I have my own damn music? Of course I do. I might slack on everything other than the stuff that is funny to me. Can you uh, mask my voice? I don't want anyone to know my uh, my identity. Thank you. Um, so. <laughs> The uh, issue at hand is we have uh, a winner of a giveaway that uh, isn't here, and his good, good buddy, a.k.a. brother, wants to claim the prize. Yay or nay? Listen, I think I think if you hustle for GameZilla, like you literally tweet about us every damn day, I'll break rules for you. I'm calling it good. He, he also good. let us know that the reason Sean's not here is because he had to take his son to martial arts. Yeah! You take your son to karate? There's another reason you deserve a prize. All right, then. Snake, snake court rules in favor of the Brutus-Sean Fleck combination. All right, the Brutus one, you get to pick, then. What does Sean want? We got Sonic Mania, Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Unity, or Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Sa- oh, wait. I'm just letting oh, them know. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, yeah. <laughs> just letting them know. Letting the people know. All right. We're going to wait for his answer, and then we're going to get back into the show. Back, backing up the snake court. Alan, uh, Wake. Alan Wake. Alan Wake. All right. Here you go, Alan Wake. We were seeing a lot of support from the rest of the GameZilla community in the chat, showing love for our boy Sean Fleck. So. If anybody wanted, if anybody's bummed about Alan Wake, actually, we had two copies of Alan Wake, so Alan Wake is still on the table for you if you want it. Are we getting? I have to. I have to play this. this All right, voicemail. so this is episode two hundred. It's way off the rails right now, but we have to play this. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's gonna. It might sound breaking kinda, news. It might sound a little funky, but here we go. Hey Jesse, it's Steven. Um, I hope you didn't put on that hat that we went to go find, cause <laughs> cause I forgot to tell you that it was actually at a nuclear waste dump. And there was this homeless guy who I had to fight for it. But luckily, I was able to trade him someone's heart that I found. Also, without explain, I don't want to explain why. When I traded him this heart I found. Uh, but the head is pretty dirty, so if you can just put it outside the studio, I'll pick it up later. Uh, they don't come by right now. Oh, so yeah, I had fun with you this weekend. We all really enjoyed uh, going to eat at Hardee's. And, and uh, I, I'm not allowed back there because I went back and I had wore some of their fried biscuits on my feet like ice skates. But <laughs> I gotta go to the library. It's gonna kick me out right now. So I have a great 200th episode. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Man, I'm really glad Steve was able to call in. I'm really concerned that he was banned from one of the very few Hardys in the state. I did see that someone asked uh, how he's able to have a cell phone, and that um, they they assume that we use our Patreon. No, no, that was to pay for his burner yeah. phone. That was a payphone in um in the library. Uh, yeah, you know, the payphone at the library. I've also I've also seen him ask to use the phone at a Hardee's. At a, like a, it'll go into a fast food place. But can I use the phone? <laughs> and they're like, sir, why do you smell like that? He goes, I need to call a friend. <laughs> I hope he gets oh, a hat. I left goodness. it out on the back yeah. stoop there. Oh my so. goodness! All right. Well, I wish we got a voicemail from Dirty Dylan. 
Man, <laughs> That's who I was hoping Dirty it was. Dylan, That's who I was hoping it was. Throwbacks fan. Dirty Dylan. All right. Well, are we done with esports? Yes, that, okay. that, is, that is it for eSports. All right, let's roll it in. Let me give in. my plug. Hold yeah, on. Give if eSports is not your thing <laughs> and you like old school video games, then listen to the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday where Craig and Chops take you on a journey in history. It's time for Mustard Bust. Oh! In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right. It's must or bust. We're going to go through five games. Five games. Some are must. Some are... Cinco. uh, Some might be a little bit of a miss. One might be a miss. We'll see what that I thinks. First game up. Of course, we've talked about it already. Sea of Thieves. March 20th, coming out on the Xbox One and PC. This is a can't miss. If you're looking for exclusive games on the Xbox, you're dying for this game. If you're looking for fun pirate open world just adventures with your friends, I am. Need I've been dying for that. Game. I need an Xbox. And if you don't have an Xbox, you can play it on PC cross-play with Xbox members. So there you go. I do need an Xbox now. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen a game on Xbox and been like, man, I'm missing out by not having it. That's right. Which is good. That's what the brand needs. Um, it just it helps that this game feeds very much into my personal interests. I like your patch. I, I see what yeah. you're doing there. It's a very Practicing. far turn of my head. For, to, for, a to second, for a second there, I was actually concerned like something happened to you. Like, you're right over there. And well, then when, oh, oh no. it's a patch. When you don't look, I do try to spit in Jazzy's eyes like a Dilophosaurus. That's so, fair. That's yeah. fair. All right. So that's a must. Game number two. Deuce. Bad dudes. Bad dudes. Bad dudes. Bad dudes. Yes. Coming out on the Nintendo Switch. You're going to be able to play bad dudes anywhere you go. Save the president. Eat a hamburger with the president. Be a bad dude. Fly in a chopper. Beat up people. It all happens in bad dudes. Is this a must or bust? This is the one that's questionable to me. I'm leaving it in the expert's hands. It's a total bust. This game is awful. <laughs> I own this on NES. I have a complete box on the it, It's It's not really very fun. It, like The controls are kind of hard to get a grasp of. You know, it's it's a side-scroll beat em up but, you know, you, you can't... There's no vertical... There's no... Uh, play in the depth of the level it's like you it's like more like a contra style level where there's upper levels you have to jump and you can do spin kicks and it's really not that fun of a game i have no idea whose idea it was to resurrect bad dudes and put it on the switch okay. of all of the if, games to bring back why bad dudes if this game is 4.99 do you buy it and it has local multiplayer pull those joy cons off two player two player gameplay Oh man! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Four ninety nine because because it's a it's a co op beat 'em up you can play and I mean it is bad dudes it's ridiculous <laughs> it falls right into the wheelhouse of games I would own. I did read something about the Switch version ha- having the Switch version having unlimited continues. It's kind of hard so it's that you can actually game. beat this game. Yeah, bad dudes. All right, <laughs> ninjas. all right. Game number three. There's another uh, question for Deadite. He's the expert here. No, I'm kidding. That's game number four. Game number three, A Way Out. This game looks cool. The, yeah, the, yeah, this game uh, looks very interesting. Um, 
Is this an Xbox exclusive? No, nope, PS4, oh, Xbox One, and PC. This is the one that we saw at E3, which was the Prison Break, and then even, and after that, as far as like an escape from prison. But you, but both players play very di- both characters play very differently, and the co-op aspect of it is really unique to the to the point where, or, or the way that they're using this like co-op couch, well, online and couch um, functionality. Right. So I'm we're getting this game. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of Prison Break. Yeah, yeah. This looks really cool. I think and we're gonna a, co-op play it. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun game to stream. Think, Xbox, I think playing. So we gotta it, use yeah. the Xbox One X. Yeah. We got. We need I think it. playing it solo, you're gonna get like that, the AI version of it, and it's gonna be a little more handheld. Yeah. Whereas, like, the decisions that I make with my character can completely fuck up what you're trying to yeah, do with exactly. yours. And yeah. I think playing it co-op, like, which means that no we're AI gonna, which means awesome. we're gonna screw each other on purpose. It's just gonna be like, it's gonna be like Chops and I all over again in Resident Evil Five when I'm like trying to like get across this platform and he's using and he's the one that's moving the platform and then he just stops in the middle and lets the the giant mutated out crocodile eat me every time. Yeah, I remember that, Chops. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I uh, I did it to him too, but we're not going to bring that part up. I think this looks like one of those games people are going to look back at in the fu- in you know in the future and go, man, like that was a that was a really interesting idea for the time. That was sort of a cutting edge idea, um, and maybe you'll you'll see that influence more uh, sort of isometric sort of co op gameplay. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, game four is a, is the question for that. I here it yes. is. Detective Pikachu oh. for the 3DS. Oh, man. Must or bust? It's tough because almost anything that comes on the 3DS is a bust at this point. <laughs> um, because we've all moved on to the Switch. But it is Detective Pikachu. And I had no interest at all in this game until I saw the the showcase in the, the, the Nintendo Direct. Uh, a week ago, and I was like, I don't know, that looks kind of fun. I'm still calling it a bust just because it's software coming out on the 3DS, and I don't have any desire to pay full price for 3DS software at this point. Yeah, that's that's the tough part, is 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 I, I, I want this game, but I don't want to pay full price for it. I, I, think it, I think it looks really fun having this sort of adventure. It's yeah. so far out from anything that has been done in the Pokemon universe. It looks really fun. Uh, I think if you're someone that doesn't have a Switch and you're a Pokemon fan, then this is something you're going to want to dive right into. But I think I, I know I can speak for pretty much all of us in the room when I say, like, uh, as fun as some games on Switch are, I mean, on DS, it's really hard to pick up a new DS game and be drawn into it the same way we're pulled into Switch. Yeah. I think we have to get this for the studio. Because there's only one detective in the world that's going to be able to figure out who Catface is. That's true. And that's Detective oh! Pikachu. That's you make true. a good point. I think, okay, um, big question here. We know that, that it's on the 3DS. If this was on the Switch, would it be a day one buy for you at that point? I think... I think it would be potentially a day one gift for my wife. I yeah. think she'd really like Detective Pikachu. So I don't know if I would get super into it, but I think I think I would buy it for her because I know she'd really like it. So. Yeah, I think it's tough to like we like this was never going to come to the Switch first before a real Pokemon game gets launched for the Switch. So could this could we even see this ported over to the Switch at some point? Maybe because I think. The, the they're trying to give they're trying to give the DS some li- a little bit of life still mm-hmm. and like even at the uh, the last direct when they announced the Mario and Luigi game I was shocked that this that this Mario Luigi game which is a series I love I love the whole RPG f- feel of that series 
is a 2019 release for the 3DS. I was like, no, no, just give it to, just put it on the Switch, and I will pay you money for it. I promise you. I, I, you know, as as hard as it is, because as we're now Switch players, we feel like we're being left out by not getting the games we want on the Switch. Sometimes I do think it's really good that Nintendo is still supporting that huge fan base oh, yeah. of people, that huge player base, because as successful as the Switch is, think of especially uh, games like this that are marketed more at children. Think of all the kids out there whose parents haven't bought them a Switch yet. I think yeah. it's really. I think we we got our swan song with Samus Returns. Right, that was our last. DS game for the hardcore DS community. And now th- this is meant for the kids that still have one. And I think it's great that Nintendo's still going to put out games that uh, give a little bit of life to the the younger community that's still on that system. Yeah, I agree. I um, I know that in a couple weeks here when we're in Boston at PAX East, we'll go to those, uh, you know, the AFK rooms and the, and the beanbag oh, yeah. chair rooms. Yep. And you'll see nothing but 3DSs. Yeah. It's, it'll just be flooded with them. So, yeah. I mean, it's still a very popular platform. All right. And then the last game, which is a must for me, Nino Cooney 2 coming out Friday, March 23rd. I bet it gets delayed on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday at like 11 o'clock. They're like, he's, yeah, got, yeah. A point. he's got a point. It could, that's a fair yeah. point. And Nino Cooney 2 is getting some great reviews so far. I'm really excited. By the way, just a, a Way Out and Detective Pikachu also come out Friday the 23rd. Um, only uh, Bad Dudes comes out just for everybody because they need it. It's Wednesday, March 21st. So, um, and then, of course, our first game, Sea of Thieves, is Tuesday, March 20th. But, yeah, so uh, Neo Kuni 2, I think, is going to be, uh, it looks beautiful. The gameplay so far as, far, as far as the enhancements they've made to the mechanics, looks, fun- like, I loved the first game, and I'm, like, already in love with the changes that they've made to this game, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to get even more hooked on this game. And like Test has been saying, you know, uh, in the pre-show and stuff with us, is like it's so right now it's really hard to get into a JRPG or or let's just say an RPG period of like I'm gonna sink a hundred plus hours into a game. This is one of those games though that I'm gonna be like I'm a hundred percent okay with sinking whatever time is needed to play this because I want to play through the story. It's the story. This this game right. story is going to drive you, um, and the artwork is going to drive you. So yeah. I'm it's just one of those games it. that you're you're drawn to like that. This will be this is your like God of War for me. No, nope. like God of War is my God of War. <laughs> we, haven't talk, we haven't brought that one up yet, Jazzy, because it's not coming out next week. But right. believe me, God of War is my God of War. Yeah. I, I will play that. I, that'll be the one of those games I may platinum. I, I may just go for the platinum because yeah. I'm going to put that much time. Do it. But that means I need to get through this before God of War comes out. Oh, well, which is going to be tough. Remember, uh, ain't gonna happen, especially remem- when it gets delayed. Remember when you said you were gonna do that with uh, Horizon? I got real close. Nine, <laughs> I'm about ninety five percent. And then and, ja- and then ja- yeah, Jazzy got it. And then the Switch came out. So don't you come over here and and I'm just saying and and, and, da- and bash me because because I also said that about Destiny two, the the f- trash heap that it is, and I own the platinum of that game. Unfortunately, you had a lot of free time on your hands at that time. I'm just saying. <laughs> the problem with Horizon Zero Dawn is that Zelda hit. I played Zelda yep. and I go, I don't, I can't play Horizon Zero Dawn anymore. I tried to go back and I couldn't finish because I was just like, I did not like the invisible walls. It just drove me nuts. I might be able to do it now, 
But back then when like Zelda was like in, you know, was every day in my hands and I had to try to juggle those two, they just were, it just didn't work. Yeah. Now I probably could finish it. So, but yeah. It's like juggling a knife and a beach ball. Calling me out. I also said I planned him Batman Arkham Knight and I did. It's true. All 200 and whatever stupid fucking <laughs> riddles. I remember a day. I remember the day that you got that plat where I literally came over and was like searching up how to figure out these damn Because yeah. it wasn't just finding where they were, it's figuring out how to fucking get to them once yeah. you figured out where well, they you were. I found it and, and then I was you had like, to figure out how to get I was like it. Googling them and then YouTubing them and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, all right, try man. this. All right, try that. And he would do it. And it was, oh man, we spent a whole like six hours one afternoon doing that. Yeah, I didn't say I finished Zelda. First of all, okay, we got we got test over here trying trying to put words in my mouth. I said I played Zelda and it ruined the other game for me. <clears throat> all right, so that's your muster bust this week. We got a good week of games coming out. I'm gonna be picking up a couple of those, but um, I still had. It's so tough though because I still want to play Burnout. And I still yeah. want to play Kirby. And I'm trying. And I and I have to juggle bad dudes in there somehow. Well, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm gonna do you a favor. Go upstairs, sell the rest of the games you have. You don't need them anymore once you got bad dudes. Oh, that's true. Geez. That's true. All right. Do you guys want to listen to well, our, yeah, with, with our that last being said, fan call in? We've got one more fan call in. Last but definitely not least, the man, the mod, the legend, EA Spuds. Happy Metro Monday. <laughs> 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 What's up, GameZilla dudes? This is EA Spuds. Congratulations on your 200th episode of the GameZilla podcast. I really enjoy every content that you guys create, and I'm jealous. I love how you guys run your gig. No, seriously, I am. Um, my favorite parts of what you guys do is you allow your fans to be interactive during the live shows. You know, there are many times that I joined in game sessions with you guys during your pre-show, and I probably kick everyone's ass sometimes. <laughs> But my favorite moment that I could think of right now is during your live stream reactions for the Gamers Award last year. You know, I just really love how you guys, were, we were watching the same thing and we're reacting and just like trying to guess what game's going to come out. You know, it was very exciting. You know, it's like I was there too, but with words and emojis. Anyways, guys, <laughs> keep up the good work and happy 200th again. Game on. <laughs> Thank you, Spuds. Thank yes, you. Spuds. Woo. That was good. That was good. Oh, he, he he hit a special place in my heart with Metroid. So <laughs> <sighs> that was good. Thank you. Thanks to everybody that sent in some audio clips uh, for the for the episode. That was yeah. super cool. Somebody go back in our episodes and clip him actually kicking our ass because I don't think that happened. Yeah. First of all, I own him in Mario Kart, so I'm not <laughs> sure what. It, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what else we've played. I've owned him in Mario Kart. And I owned him in Splatoon, and uh, you know Rocket League. I'm just gonna say it. I own them in Rocket League too. One v one me, bro. Is that something new? Is gonna be going down at lunch now? We're gonna be one v one each other. Man. Start our own. Bro- <gasps> we start our own March Madness bracket. Man, Rocket League isn't even fun. One v one. I don't care. One v one. Anyways, Sasha, thanks again. Um, let's do uh, let's do another giveaway. Okay, sound good? I like <laughs> giving shit away. We still got now. We got a copy of Alan Wake. We got Sonic Mania for the PS4. We got PUBG for the Xbox One, and we have Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Unity. Here's the kicker, though. I'm gonna give both Assassin's Creeds away together. How's that sound? That cool? Is that cool with everybody? 
I mean, it's two separate codes, but it's on one card, so we might as well just do it away as one giveaway. 1v1 Lucio Ball. No, I don't want to play in Lucio Ball. I said 1v1 in Rocket League. <laughs> All right. We're going to have test pick a winner. Again, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, tune in. Next week, we'll go back to normal. There won't be this weird, awkward thing that you don't understand what's going on. Eh, there's always but a part of the show where you don't understand what's going on. That part's true, but I mean, you know. It survived. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah, we've been fighting a fly the whole show. Yeah. A killer least, fly. At I, least the stink bug's dead in the lighting. Yeah, there's, there's, a bunch, there's multiple in each one. But anyways, we got a winner. Who is it? Next winner, video game giveaways going on right now. Thanks for everybody hanging out. Oh. Your mic's on, man. Call it out. Matrick on stage. Oh, Matrick on stage. Are you in the chat? Thought I was muted. <laughs> Deadites, quick fingers. Quick finger, Deadites. Matrick's on stage. Are you hanging out still? In the chat. Let's hear it. Yeah! What would you like, Matrix? I got, like I said, Sonic Mania, Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and Unity, or PUBG for the Xbox One. Congratulations to our next winner. Like how Xander's like, he and I have the same first name, except for him. <laughs> Sonic Mania. Good pick. One of my favorites. All right. Sounds good. Okay, so we did the muster bust. We uh, we listened to our last clip. We need to. I guess we're gonna wrap this up. We'll give the last of the games away uh, post post show. Is that, is that okay with you guys? Sounds good to me. Let's we'll wrap this up. And so everybody, hang out. Hang out for a few more minutes. I'm gonna be giving a few games away, including. I think I'm gonna do it. If if we're if we're gonna sit here and maintain the level that we've maintained all night because you guys are awesome, I got one more giveaway that I'm gonna do. Should I do it on on the show or should I wait? Ooh. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I I think we should do it right now on the show. Do it right Ooh. now on the show. Right yeah, now. Let's it's it's a big one. I want people that listen to the podcast to be able to hear this giveaway. Okay. So if if we're going to do this, here's what I need everybody to do. I need everybody to hit that share button right now and share the stream. Yeah. Share the stream to Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And if we can hit Okay, yeah. You know what? I like I like what our our marketing team's talking about. We got a whole <laughs> we got a whole department over here and they're all screaming at me. Uh if we can hit 30 viewers, I will we'll do it. We'll do it right here live on the show. And by and we'll give it a few minutes and by doing that, we're Oh wow, we already jumped up a few. There we go. Um what we'll do is we'll have Jazzy talk about our other shows, giving you guys a few minutes to all hit that share button, send it out. <laughs> Thank you for the subscription, would you yes. kindly? I appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, but go ahead, Jazzy. Tell us about what other great content that people can watch here. Well, if you can't get listen. enough GameZilla, every Sunday you can listen to GameZilla Alpha. If you're a patron, you get it Thursday. That's our focus topic show where we're doing interviews. That's right. We have more interviews lined up. I'm just going to tell you right now. There's at least two more interviews coming your way. We just did Go Comedy, director writer of non-player characters. We just did Destiny Games. If you're a local Michigan listener, you know Destiny Games. We just did it. Very cool interview. Very cool. 
We have, you're right, a really cool interview coming up that kind of came out of nowhere. So, I mean, you don't want to miss Alpha. Yeah. Then you have the Legend of Retro. Let me interrupt. On Wednesdays, let me take you to a whimsical world of magic, adventure, and danger. It is the... I don't know what's happening. I'm breaking character. I flicked the fly. I flicked it. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I did. (laughs) Storm Burglar, thank you for the subscription. I am sorry. I never thought in, in my wildest time... That was an amazing sell I was doing. Listen to Noobs and Dragons, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast where uh, Dungeon Master and absolute genius Craig WK takes uh, some new Dungeons and Dragons player, the Noobs, uh, including Grim, Jazzy, and Chops as their characters through a campaign. It's an adventure. It's funny. It's it's great. It's not like another podcast you ever listen to. It's not like us talking about the news or having fun with each other. It's a story. It's a developing adventure, uh, and you'll get hooked every single episode. You'll just want more. It's a great time. It's Noobs and Dragons, available Wednesdays, iTunes, Stitchers, TuneIn Radio, of course, GameZilla Media, Noobs and Dragons. I had a great sell for it. It was going to be awesome, and Grim had to go do the coolest thing he's ever done in his life. <laughs> I, I missed it. I'm over here getting all like whimsy with my hands. Like, whimsical end of magic. <laughs> and you're out here doing badass things and I'm missing yeah. it. Alright, so we hit, we broke 30. Also Legend of Retro, Retro Gaming. We broke. Chops, Craig, Xander, listen to it. We broke 30. We um, we're, I know we're kind of fluctuating up and down, but we hit that 30 mark. We're going to do the giveaway. We're going to do it. So everyone can calm down. If we freaking, if we drop below 30, we're sitting 29, 28, it's okay. I got the confirmation. We were good. I need Deadeye to uh, get, get ready to hit a button. My hand is over the toasty key because you're all about to get burned. Okay, no, so for all, for all, and, and I'm sure, I'm we sure, away a damn te- thing. test is uh, for all the new people that just came in here. The, it, we we now know how to uh, how to enter the giveaway. But I I had an extra piece in my collection that. Um, it's still floating around in the stores here and there, but it's not super easy to find. And I have one sealed. It's brand new, complete, uh, and it's from my favorite IP of all time. Go ahead. Ah, it is the special edition of Metroid Samus Returns, complete in the box. The game is still sealed inside with the soundtrack. Um, yeah. I had an extra copy. I wanted to give it away as a, as a personal thank you to everyone for episode 200, for hanging hanging out in the Discord. It's Metroid Monday. You know I love Metroid. So here was my way of saying thank you. Thank you, honestly, on a personal level. Thank you to everyone that's messaged me on a weekly basis, some of you, to check in on me and see how I'm doing with some of my health issues. I, I appreciate it. I, I, I just uh, I can't thank you enough. It's your family to me, your friends, family. We, it really is something special. And going through what I have over this last uh, you know six months has made me realize how, how unique our group is, how special our group is, and it's why I know we'll succeed and we'll continue to achieve the, thing, the goals we want to reach uh, as, a, as a group. So... This is my thank you, Metroid Samus Returns, special edition, 
in the box, brand new. We're going to pick a winner. Testonomics is going to put it in that chat. Who is going home with Metroid? I'm glad I entered the, the drawing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Man, you, yeah. That, that is a horrible lie. You did not enter the drawing. <laughs> Te- was- hey, test. I said, I'm glad I entered the drawing. We're going to go ahead and uncheck Deadite Knight as eligible. And we're rolling. Here we go. Are we ready? Let's go. Three. Play Metroid again. <sighs> oh, Storm Burglar. Strom Burglar. Sorry, Strom Burglar, who just subscribed as well. Thank you for the subscription. Well, Welcome to GameZilla. <laughs> You're the winner of Metroid. There you are. I'm going to give this over here to uh, Testonomics. He will send you a DM. We'll get your information. And uh, thank you. Thank you for the subscription. Thank you for the follow. And thanks for hanging out. All right. Now we really are going to wrap up the show. Everybody hang out after, though, because I still have some games to give away. And, uh, you know, we'll... um, We'll just have some fun in the post show, but we want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 200 of the Gamesville podcast. So uh, this has been a crazy yeah, journey. Been a journey. It's been, been a, a journey. crazy journey from, as I love to say it, a snowball mic and a broken ass HP laptop in someone else's conference room while we were cleaning toilets to uh, having our own studio and being able to hang out with you every week on Twitch. This is uh, it's it's a you know it's. Super special to us. Hopefully, it's super special to you, and uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Anything else you guys would like to say before we close it out? For the first time in the two zero zeros, this podcast has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash GameZilla Media today and see everything that we have to offer here at GameZilla Media. Special, special shout out to everybody who's been a patron from day one up till now. Hopefully many more in the future. You guys are what makes this show everything. Like, we, we're we not here without you guys. So special shout out for you guys, especially on this special episode. Thank you for your support. Game on. Did I... I just want to say that none of this could have been possible without me. (laughs) (laughs) And you're all super welcome for my time, my commitment, my talent, and my humor. You're welcome. Uh, On a side note, we are looking for a new producer. So send in your resume. Good luck replacing all of this because you ain't going to measure up. I'm the cream of the crop. Let's uh, let's. It'll <laughs> be an easy application. Be like, do you own shirts that are green that you won't wear on Mondays? You do? Okay, you're hired. There you go. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> I will stand outside the studio and throw green paint on you. I have my Monday night schedule clear. I will make your life terrible. Good luck. All right. So let's um, let's also thank Xander Chops. Craig WK for their work on Legend of Retro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig WK, let's thank uh, also thank him for his work on Noobs and Dragons 
and Craig WK Long Play, our YouTube channel. Um, and Craig it, WK everything. <laughs> Craig WK on the blogs. <laughs> on the, he's really stepped in and, and been an awesome part to it. We want to thank uh, Cable2KX. I know he hasn't been able to be as involved with the show currently, but he is still part of the team. He is still sharing his ideas and joining the meetings, and we hope to have him back soon. But Cable uh, is a key piece to to our video, to our streaming. You know, he's um, you know he's still still a big piece of this. So thanks to Cable. Uh, and, and am I missing anyone? I would like to give a special shout out today for the help we had in studio. Absolutely. It was way more than we could have asked for, and we're going to have to give him a permanent position. He doesn't know it yet, but yeah. it's going to have to happen. Yeah, we're going to have a talk about this. The dead what? fly. The dead fly. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. The dead fly. But no, uh, Testonomics for coming into the studio, um, helping us out so much, and and keeping keeping the chat and social media rocking. <laughs> what Tess doesn't know is this is just like the Santa Claus. He's put the suit on. He is the pencil Wolverine. Yep. But uh, yeah, and then uh, special thanks for Five Mile Rick stopping by as well after work, and uh, again everybody that sent in audio clips, uh, except for Steven. Nope. Even special thanks <laughs> today. I even give a special thanks to Stephen. Okay, that, I'm feeling very generous today. I hope he got my hat. Uh, a thanks to our wives and girlfriends who are supportive of us, ignoring them uh, completely on Monday nights. Yeah, for some, and, for them believing in this crazy, crazy yeah. idea that uh, we, you know, we believe in. It's it's uh, fantastic that we all have significant others that uh, you know. Support us, but also our giant nerds yeah. themselves. And not just on Monday night. I know that they give up their Monday night for us to be here to get the product that you guys hear and see, but there is a lot that goes on behind the scenes, and that's also time that they're allowing us to do my, what we're passionate about. My, my wife took up a third job as a farmhand on Monday nights to uh, to support to support my ability to do this. So she's yeah. out working on a farm while I'm here doing this. Yep. So that's a true-ish story. Yeah. <laughs> there is true. Truth in there. It, it, it is, yeah. That's the crazy part. So, uh, yeah. Someone in the chat just says, Ethan has a wife and a girlfriend? Shh, quiet, wow. quiet. That wasn't supposed to come out. Right. All right. Well, once again, thank you, everyone, for supporting GameZilla Media. And thanks for hanging out on episode 200, our milestone. We're excited for 300, 400, wherever this takes us. But we, um, we had a blast tonight. We'll see you all next week. And until then... Game, Game on. on. Wanna catch a rat? Wanna catch a rat? No, no it's different. different. Yeah, it's different. Wrong one. Cat face is back. The next two hundred. Uh, man, I. Uh, the, uh, damn it! <laughs> the next two hundred episodes are only gonna sound like this. Sounds good to me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs>